Hey, them guys. Welcome to Book Club Member Comics. I'm Vengeance. Oh, jeez. And today I'm here with... Ori Loveless. <laughs> and this is my Batman voice. Also. Awesome. I'm Daniel. Hey. my voice. Sometimes you put a coat around a boy's shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine there'll be a lot of that today because we're doing our Batman special That's what today. we're doing. That's what we're doing today. Yeah, we thought we'd... We did our Spidey special a couple weeks ago. The Batman just came out and we're all excited about it. And I thought we, we could talk about some Batman yeah. stuff. But before we do that, um, we got some other stuff to talk about. We do. Aubrey, we have a corrections department. Oh, yes. Okay. okay, so I have a correction from last week. Last week, I went <laughs> off on that movie conspiracy theory because uh, I was wrong. The movie I was mad about was Ransom with the, the guy and Gary, Gary Sinise. Sinise. <laughs> uh, the movie Conspiracy Theory has that guy, uh, Julia Roberts and Patrick Stewart. It's a dumb movie, but it didn't annoy me the same way that Ransom did. Oh, so, okay. fuck Ransom okay. and Conspiracy Theory. All right. Eh. <laughs> Thank you for that correction, Aubrey. Excellent. It was just so weird. I was like reading something yesterday, and it was like something about Catcher in the Rye. And I was like, oh, that's that book that he kept buying in that movie. Oh, fuck. I got the movie wrong. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Well, I haven't seen either of those movies. I'll probably avoid both of them. Um, awesome. I got a shouts outs for this week. Oh, we got a shouts out. Shouts out. Yeah, I want to shout out all the listeners because I love them. Okay. Oh, well. yeah. 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 Thank you so much. And now we're going to go on. You guys are sweetie pies. Yeah. You're sweetie pies great. and also friends. Yeah. We've been getting a lot of um, followers on social media. People have been sharing stuff, sharing the podcast. I'm sending and all a lot that. more mail lately. Nice. Like, <laughs> I get to use the wax seal that uh, Mark Tweedell. Oh yeah, gave us as a uh, gift. our official book I get club. To do that. The book, book club, club seal, yeah. yeah, yeah, awesome. If you want to get some correspondence of mail from us, that's possible. You can do that. Send us a, a hey, you damn guys. And oh mail. yeah, yeah. Send a, we'll, we'll send, send you, you mail. mail we'll send yeah. you actual mail. Through the actual we need to mail. send. We, we have a couple pieces of mail. We got to send. We're out pen pals yeah, with people. If you want to be our friends, we'll do that. All right, and now we're gonna go on to our listener feedback. Listener feedback. <laughs> a story we talk about it you hate them guys us and it's a book club get out we got a hey you damn guys from jules oliveras jules oliveras book club member he said, hey, you damn guys, I was a bit shocked and saddened you get, you guys didn't have listener feedback to discuss in the previous episode. Shocked and saddened. <laughs> so I thought I'd send you some thoughts on Baltimore the Tank. Do that. Oh, nice. Yeah. The scene where the ghoulies attacked Lord Henry Baltimore and you guys were asking what they were got me to thinking, what if they were children who died in that place and oh, whose souls geez. got corrupted yeah. by the arrival of the plague, the Ooh. Red Death? I find it really weird that there is a tank there. When the place looks really like a really nice meadow where kids play. Mm -hmm. So something horrible might have happened related to the war or to the vampires killing the children. Since the French kid in the pub did say his friends and some cows got killed there. Right, right, right. Oh, right. yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, the, the, the child is clearly like, hey, my friends are So maybe those murdered. were those the kids? Sure. Right? That's a good point. He said in the page where Baltimore first visits the tank, there's this one panel of a skull that mirrors the last panel of the widow showing the skull of Mrs. Yeardley, and you could tell it's a child's skull besides all the cow skulls. Mm, yeah. Just like what the French kids said. Yeah. Good detail. Yeah. For pointing yeah, that yeah, out. Yeah. There's also a sea of red poppies, which kind of looks like a sea of blood, yes, and their yep. presence in the opening panels felt really ominous while I was reading it. 
And the last page also had this panel of the baby monsters eating the guts of the vampire, and the red color used by Stuart for the blood is the same as he used for the pop. Read, read the poem. Read the poem, please. Yeah. In Flanders Field yeah, by McCrae. Yeah, read the poem. Right. Yeah. That's on purpose. Right. Lastly, when I saw the ghoulies, it instantly reminded me of a creature in Philippine folklore called the Tianak. Okay, the Tianak. And Jules lovingly put the pronunciation in there. Thank we you. We love Thank you. pronunciation <laughs> corner. Thank you for helping us pronounce the thing. We love Which that. is basically a flesh-eating baby ghoul formed when an unwanted baby is abandoned in the woods or when hmm. they get turned or they get killed and turned into a Tianak by evil spirits living in the woods. We love that. Less that's very intense. The way that Stenbeck depicted the ghoulies attacking Baltimore reminded me of how Tianak are usually depicted here in Philippine popular oh, media. Okay. Oh wow. Anyway. Oh, that's interesting. I know. He says. Anyway, that's it for my contribution. That's that a great was like an amazing. That was incredible. Yeah, thank you, thank you so much. Great show as always, and I'm looking forward to part two of the discussion. Juice. Nice. Very good. We also heard from Ben Stenbeck. Did we hear from Ben Stenbeck? Ben, we heard from Ben Stenbeck. Book club member? And the artist of Baltimore, which we were just talking about. We were talking about the poem in Flanders Field and the poppies. He said, I'm not familiar with the poem, but it's probably related. In New Zealand, people wear poppies on Anzac Day yeah. in remembrance of war dead. Yeah. So that's why I put them there on the cover of that issue. Yeah, that's oh, that's wow. why. And that's where it comes from. That's where so, that, yeah. yeah that know? is the thing. Huh. Isn't that that's cool? It's so interesting how you can know that a thing happens for this reason and not the whole cascading events of like dominoes that took it there. That's really cool. Yeah, yeah. I, I like that. I think that's really interesting. I, I couldn't believe it. Thank you for that Thank feedback. You. That's Thank great. You, Thanks for chiming in. Cool. I love yeah. hearing about your process. Anything else you want to share about your process, we would absolutely love to know. Yeah. Because very we're cool. very interested in all of that. Thank you. So when John posted the uh, the picture of Poe's head in the jar, uh, Clayton Schofield said- <laughs> Clayton Schofield. Book club member. Yeah. Crack. I dropped a large pickle jar filled with pickle beets, my favorite, a while back. <laughs> The last panel shown here, the expression on the head in the jar brings back this awful memory. Is this oh, my no. face in there? <laughs> oh, no. Oh, man. I, but who's amongst us? I know. I love that he looks at that panel and he's like, oh, no, my the- beats. <laughs> <laughs> Ingredients. And uh, we also have a Hey Damn Guys from Mark Tweedo. Mark Tweedell. Book club member That's and right. uh, sometimes co-host. Absolutely. And we can get Mark back on here. Uh, yeah. Yes, we do. Anyone. Look, it's a, bu- it's a book club. If you want to co-host... Just like send us a hey damn guys. Just do it. Uh, Mark Tweedle says I was eating a tripe pho while you guys were talking about tripe. Oh right, that's awesome. Oh, wow, the tripe and onion company. Oh, now I'm hungry. The restaurant, yeah. Oh, that sounds delicious. Mm, pho. I would delicious. love some pho right I now. Love just the just the broth. Anyway, uh, a pickled po. Brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> that's in oh, all that's caps. Yeah, that's in all yeah. caps. I had to. That's the play. Capital P. The play really starts to show new sides of the outer verse. Yeah. Capital O Outerverse. I really liked that. Yeah, and I yeah, felt yeah. like it did kind of open the world up. I really like those short stories. I'm so excited to get into the rest of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got to get Wes back on here so we can do that episode. Awesome. Thank you guys for the listener feedback. And now we're going to... Um, so I thought uh, before we go into our book club discussion, we just chat about the Batman. The <laughs> Batman. Batman. So uh, before we before we get our discussion, you know, I'll put time codes in the middle, but like... 
we're assuming that you've seen the Batman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so there's spoilers. So if you don't want to hear seen spoilers. It. Yeah, we've all seen it. And so if you have not seen it. We understand. You don't want to go to the theater. Yeah, That's exactly. totally cool. But you Respect may want to avoid this episode if you don't want to know anything. Or just um, skip to the time codes like John said. I'll try to skip to the time codes. But I'm afraid that as we get into the mm, comic, we're also going to continue yeah, to talk about are. the movie. Yeah, we are. You know me. He knows me too uh, well. He knows me too well. Because it's kind of why I picked this comic. He knows me too well, book club members. <clears throat> Aubrey and I have been dying not talking about it with yeah. each other because we've been like, no, 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 we're gonna save it for the show. So, oh yeah, because uh, they're just like, no, that's content. No, well, no, but well, I just no. wanna, I just wanna save it fresh. But yeah, no, because like a lot of times, like John and I will start talking about the comic before we start recording, and then we go to record, and we're like, oh, what was that thing I wanted to talk yeah, about? Yeah, <laughs> we were like, what was that thing we were saying? So anyway, um, so you haven't this... mastered the art of pretending like you've never spoken about. Yes, this. we haven't, oh, or yeah. we just forget because we're so excited. Yeah, and it's and we have genuine conversations because we're friends. <laughs> but um, so no, everything has to be content. So we haven't talked about it too much, Aubrey. What is what did you think of the Batman? I just want to hear your thoughts on it. I mean, just feel okay. free. Yeah. What do you think of the batted man? Okay, so you guys know I I'm, I wasn't super stoked about seeing the movie i just i didn't know that you no, were no i well i remember we did talk about this because aubrey was like what i said was sounds like somebody said mm, let's make the dark i like the dark night but let's make it gritty yeah what was, your, <laughs> what was your uh well my whole thing is just like how did you get to that point because you saw a trailer what happened okay so when affleck was still a uh, Oh, I'm sorry. When mm. Batfleck was still attached to um, to write <laughs> and direct, you, you knew I was going to correct you to write and direct uh, the Batman movie. And it was sure. going to be an older Batman, uh-huh. and uh, later in his life, and it's just okay. like something we haven't seen haven't before. Seen. And so I was interested in that. Yes. Uh, but then, like, he stepped down, and Matt Reeves came on, and then Robert pa- Robat Batten Bat. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Weekly Planet. Thank you, Weekly Planet. <laughs> but when he got cast, I mean, I liked all of that stuff and all that, but it's just like. I'm like, and they're like, it's going to be in year two, Batman. I'm like, all right, we've seen that before, kind of. All the protests were happening in 2020, and right, um, right. And then you see, like, you know, the first the first look is like Batman beating the shit out of somebody, mm. and I'm just like, do I really want to see an authoritarian figure beating up people who were probably less fortunate? Than them? Right. Yeah. But then it ended up being well. Okay, so then I, right. you know, like I didn't see the movie until like this week, so I, I finally got to see. And I was always planning to see it in the theater because I see all the Batman movies in the theater. Coincidentally, I've seen the, I've seen the, I saw this one in the same theater. I saw the last three Batman movies in. You've wow! Seen all the Batman movies in the theater uh, since '89. That's wow! I think I have too. Really? Yeah. No, wait. I didn't. See, no, no, I didn't see Batman and Robin in the theater. Oh, I did. <laughs> I have a very clear memory of my father taking me to see. Uh, Batman Forever. Okay. Uh, yeah, okay. I saw that one in the theater. That's Kilmer. Val Kilmer. And uh, I have very clear memories of that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... I absolutely cannot stand Jim Carrey. So when I saw uh, the movie this week, I, I like I walked out of it and I started thinking about it and I think that this probably could be the best Batman movie that's ever been made. Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so... So I'm coming at it from... The Nolan Batman's like fucking Batman Begins, fucking The Dark Knight, all of this shit, you know, like right. all of this, these the last trilogy movies, and you know, you get the the bat flick and etc. And I was just like, I got, I kind of got the feeling he was just kind of there, and I sort of ignored all of that for right. the most part. So for me, my last Batman was the Christian Bale Batman, was the Christopher Nolan Batman, right? Okay, and I thought. Batman Begins is a perfect origin Batman. Batman, The Dark Knight is like such an amazing movie. I put that on when I'm sick. Like it's a comfort movie. And then the Bane one 
it's not as bad as people say it is. There are some great moments in that movie. I think it's great. I like anyway, it. whatever. I'm okay. So I'm whatever. There's I'm some a, terrible dialogue in that. It's movie. terrible. It's terrible. But I love terrible movies. So. So you came back to die with your city. No. I came back to stop you. And no, I, I very much like. There are Dark plenty Night of Rises. movies that are absolutely terrible that I love. In any case, it doesn't matter. I love so. I, here's where I'm coming from, and I'm like, I don't know about this. I don't really. But then I'm like, okay, so I've seen uh, Robert Battenbat. I've seen him in uh, Tenet. That's where I know him from. Oh, A yeah, lot of yeah. people know him from these other movies that the I've Twilight never movies. seen. I've never seen those movies. I've yeah. never seen them either. So I have no frame of reference for this guy. So I don't give a shit. And I'm like, oh, Zoe Kravitz, this guy that I like from Tenet, like that might be cool. And then I go into this movie thinking there will never be a cooler Batman. And I'm sure a lot of people went into the Nolan movies saying there will never be a cooler Batman from the fucking Michael Keaton, Michael Keaton. Yeah. et cetera. This is the best Batman movie I have ever seen. Yeah. He, this is the best Batman movie I've ever seen. He's the best Batman. It's so good. And I had no stake in this at all. I had absolutely no stake in this game whatsoever well, i didn't give a shit if it yeah. was good or bad i didn't care i was just so, i was just there to see a movie it's so fucking good i love it so much with all my heart i love every aspect yeah. of it it's so good well i was watching i was talking to so i was talking good. to one of my coworkers about it and she's a mom you know mm-hmm. and she's okay. got kids and she's like my kids wanted to go see batman she was like it was Which so I'm not, good i don't have any kids she so was like it was so good but she's like yeah, I don't think she watches a bunch of superhero sure. movies she's just taking right. her kids to go see batman and she was like wow it was so good I was so impressed by that movie. And then, like, my parents, like, my parents loved it. So, of all ages. Oh, wow. And, and, uh, just... and my mom was like, I didn't think it was that long because I told my parents, like, don't yeah, eat yeah. or drink a lot before you go <laughs> see this movie because you're going to have to go to the restroom. And my mom was like, I didn't even think it was that long. It it's feel... like three hours long, but they were so into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Same. And they wanted to talk to me about it. And they were yeah. like, they had questions about it. And we had a discussion your about parents, the movie. Your parents did. My parents are in their 70s. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, it's kind of like. They were psyched. And, and they really liked it, too. So, yeah. So, okay, let's talk about the actual movie, but I feel like you Ugh. can't talk about this movie without talking about Catwoman. No, and I feel oh, like yeah, Zoe Kravitz is amazing. And, and I feel like this is the smartest thing because so good. she should be there from the beginning. From the beginning. Like, you need that yes. character yeah. and then you build on her. Instead of introducing her at the third movie. Like, right, like... Well, I guess we'll toss her you in know, there. And, and I think it's so interesting yeah. that at the end of this... I mean, we're spoiling the movie, but like at the end of this yes. movie, like she leaves. Uh-huh. She leaves. Mm. And, and she's got to leave so she can come back mm-hmm. later mm-hmm. in a future movie. But they're right. yeah. they're, go they're, to come back. They're, they're they're setting that up so this char- so these characters can grow together. Yes. You know what I mean? And I think that that is so smart. So like I I can't believe that it's taken this long to go. The oh, Catwoman needs to be in there from the beginning because these two characters like. They that's, are intertwined. Yeah. That's what makes yeah. Batman good is when you he has somebody else to play off yes. of. You know what I mean? And it's like, there are so many moments in the movie. Uh, we just rewatched it because um, we, we saw it a second time. I demanded, actually. And I very rarely... <laughs> I did that for June. And as there well. were so many uh there were so many good scenes between it's the two so of good. them. Um so one of the scenes that we were laughing at and that I really appreciate in the second watch yeah. was um, when he's putting, he's fitting her with the contacts and all that, mm-hmm. and she's like, "You don't care what happens to me," and he goes, "Look at me." And then it's like they're gonna have this tender moment, and he's like, "Yeah, it looks all right." Yeah, <laughs> she's just like, "Uh," or whatever. I love it's that just he's like, just. 
I love that he's absolutely just a sad boy. He's just there's not little... really like a Bruce Wayne. I love right. Yeah. yeah, they didn't really do that. What do you think about that? I love that. Um, there is a Bruce Wayne. There is a Bruce Wayne, and he's a pathetic sad sack. And sure. I love that about him. Yeah. He's just like I'm just inside all the time, and I never go outside, and I just hate people, and I'm socially awkward, and I refuse. To be around anyone, I hate this, and I just love it so much. Well, it also kind of shows like how he's getting drawn in and letting the Batman take over completely, yeah. right. and he so much that he doesn't even care about Wayne Enterprise. He doesn't care about being Bruce Wayne right. anymore. Maybe right. we'll see and him I, develop the Bruce Wayne well, yeah. in I mean, another movie. Like maybe we'll, we'll see that developing. Um, jumping all the way to the end, I feel like. Um, because this is all spoilers, people. Towards the end, you know, he says like he needs to be more than vengeance. He needs to be hope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and so, like, I, I think we're going to start seeing him build the character of Bruce Wayne. Yes. You know, it's almost from like from that. It's almost like coming out of depression. Right. Yeah, absolutely. He doesn't I, give a shit about anything, and then like the, they call him vengeance. Yeah. Because yeah. that's what he keeps telling people is I'm vengeance. Yeah. But then when and that fucking guy at the end, yeah. who is you know obviously this is. A guy who's like a mass shooter and he's right. fucking killing people just without regard and he's, you know, all this stuff. He says, I'm vengeance. And That's so fucked up. I mean, that, that really, yeah. like, obviously that that really resonates yeah. with him because he's like, that is my thing. Right. And I have to be, like you said, I have to be more than that. I have to be a justice hope. I have to give, I have to be a symbol for all, another thing it's, right. besides this. It's yeah. not enough. This is bad, actually. What do you think about his giant bat knife uh, emblem? Oh, yeah. (laughs) It's a giant bat knife, guys. Oh, man. So So, fucking cheesy and impractical, and I love it. I love every bit of it. Yeah. When they started showing the images of the suit, Uh like a couple of years ago, when they started and they showed the thing, and it's got the two gun barrels pointing in, and I'm like... I fucking hate that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. But then, like, when he used it in the thing and he pulls it off and uses it as a knife, I thought, okay, that's cool. Still don't like the gun barrel. Yeah. But I like the idea that the emblem is a tool. Oh, it's so stupid and impractical, and I love it. It's just a a neat thing. Let's talk about... uh... And I like how his gauntlets didn't have the the scallops, or whatever they're called. Right. It just had those... um... It had the... uh, uh, It's what's it? The grapple. Well, it had had the Black Widow shit happening. Oh, yeah, because it had all those those gauntlets. It's just a taser. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The suit in general, though, I mean... The leather, the mask, the collar, uh, the way he could actually turn his head. Yeah, I like how they had the collar and the cape were one, right? Yeah. Yeah. One piece. Uh, I thought that was really smart. One thing that I was remarking on, and so we can look at it here. uh, So let's talk about this really quick. Um, Danielle and I went to go see this movie again. We went to this fancy theater. And at the fancy theater, as we were walking in, they had this Batman, Battison-shaped popcorn bucket head. And I, I and, yes, and and we, we were had like, two simultaneous reactions. Please we were like, "What you... is this?" Yeah, and he goes, Go "That's ahead. a popcorn bucket." And I and and I was like, "Can you buy that?" And he was like, "Yeah." And, and so, he turned to me and he's like, "I want this," and I just was like, "No, no." Come on. She was no, like, "No," you know. No. And I literally grabbed you by the shoulders you and did. shook you yes. and said, "I want it." I was just like, "Baby," <laughs> and so then I got a hold of myself and he was like. Oh, but I want this. <laughs> and I was like, okay, you know what? Yes. Get in line. And he goes, no, it's dumb. And I was like, no, let's get in line. Go ahead. I That's started to fine. have some reservations so about I, it. I made him get in line. So I was I like, went it's at, the thing he wants. So I got and all so, the way to the front of the line. Yes. And then uh, and then to the lady. So I go, how much is the bat- Batman popcorn bucket? 
She goes, it's $26.99. I was like, wow. holy shit, that's expensive. And I looked at Danielle. I was like, man, it's so expensive. And I said, Jenny Nicholson buys things for her YouTube videos all the time just for content that she just wants. She went on a big spider quest. And that's one of my favorite videos. Yes. So you know what? Get yes. it. Go ahead. So I went ahead and so I went ahead Absolutely. and got it. Absolutely. And I and I can't eat popcorn no, because eat popcorn. I have a stomach issue. So I was like, um, can I just get it with no popcorn? Yeah. So then she's like, let me ask my manager. Like she didn't know what to well, do. She like was we like were a teenager. creating this. No, I felt really bad. So she had to go talk to the manager. Yeah. But then what was nice? We've is... all had those retail jobs. Where we're like, oh, I gotta ask somebody about this. <laughs> I guess it was thing a that... weird question. It is because I'm sure no one's ever even said that. So, uh, so then she brings it to me, and what was nice is they gave it to me like all. It's still all in the, the plastic, plastic, just like still. handed to her. So then we watched the movie, and I was fine. And then I brought it home and I took it out of the wrapping and I was like, this is well worth the $30. I'm so happy that I bought this. It is one of the best things that I've ever bought in my life. I wish that I could put it on. But anyway, we have the Batman cow it's right here. here. It's, right it's, here. A, it's a life-size. It's pretty. Yeah, it's life-size, right? I mean, it's yeah. shaped. You can't put your head in it, you though. You can't put your head in it, though. But it looks really cool. But it's the cow. Anyway. Is that a helmet? Doesn't look like a helmet to me. How, how, how are you supposed to get a head in there? Jack, can you could you put your head in there? No. Put try to put your head it's in there. No, no, go ahead. Try to put your head in there. It's... See, Ivan, he can't put his head in there. That's 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 not a helmet. It's a head. What I actually brought this up to talk about was one thing that I thought was so smart is what they did with the nose piece. Yeah. Yes. Because on the previous costume, oh, it yeah. comes to a point. Yeah. And there are certain angles where I think it looks ridiculous. This is a good angle. It looks though. like a beak. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. There are certain angles with the Christian uh, Bale. Sorry, I'm putting it that's on okay. the table. Uh, there are certain angles with the Christian Bale where I think it looks dumb. Okay. Because and it, you think that that's been... That bug has been fixed in the robot baton. I think they perfected it, man, because okay. like it, it when you when he has the profile, it has the sharp. Yeah. But then when it's head on, it yeah. doesn't have that beak thing. I yeah. think that looks so fucking good. I appreciate the stitching. What I love about this Batman is that they have, for me, captured just the ultimate essence of both the Batman and Bruce Wayne. Ugh, the way that like they open the movie, it's really reminiscent of as like my formative memories of of being introduced to this character even as a child of like the animated etc right of like oh you don't know where he is and uh he could be here but he's not but he could be here but he that isn't. was such a cool he opening. could be yeah, here really and good. he is like oh it's so good and then just the way that he he would do that he would go but he would be a pathetic little freak wretched little gargoyle of a man he would be just a little sad wretched pathetic little sad boy he would and that's what he is, and it works. It fucking works, man. And it's so fucking good because when he's Batman, he has a fucking purpose. And when he's not, he's just like, I'm just kind of drifting through this right, day until yeah. I can be Batman again. There's something very wrong with this man. He's not put together. Right, yeah. He shouldn't be. And the Christian Bale Batman that I was like, oh, this is a great Batman. He was too fucking on top of shit. Mm. Um. And this guy has just, he's out of control. He's spun out. He's just not in control of anything. He's mentally ill. And you know what? Good. That's Batman. I like how he said that uh, he had to, um, he would write down everything, you know, and he had that folder. Uh, yeah, and he said, like, yeah. he said, like, project year two or store, whatever. Right. Yeah. Batman uh, project. Yeah. Well, it was, it was the uh, or Gotham, Gotham project. project yeah. yeah. Going back to the mask for a second. Um, so when I was watching the whole thing, do you mind? I'm gonna... No, go ahead, please. It's nice to be able to. Pick up Batman's head. 
Okay, so the stitching around the nose and all that, and then the kind of way the face is done and all that, it reminded me like a better version of the Adam West Batman oh, cow. Oh, okay, yeah. Because like yeah. If you know, you notice how like the cow has got right. the stitching on it. I mean, the ears are, look like they're stapled on, but <laughs> so you you drew another com- weird comparison to the Adam West Batman, Aubrey. Do you remember what it was? Yeah. Okay. So this is the first Batman movie since the '66 one that had all the same four villains. <laughs> yeah, Riddler, Catwoman, Joker, uh, and the Penguin. Yep, are all in the '66 one, and then also in this one. Interesting. Yeah, I had, that had not occurred to me at all. What did you think about that? Would you? Okay, so let's talk about uh, some of them a little bit. The interpretation of the Riddler. Oh man, mm. it was um, completely different than any Riddler I'd seen. I think it's better than what we've seen um, in the last twenty-five years on screen. That's for <laughs> sure. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm always partial to the way the Riddler's done in uh, Batman the Animated Series, but the way they did it here, I thought it was really cool. Um, Especially at the end when he gets captured and he's like saying to Batman, "It's like we're doing this together," you yeah. know. That was interesting. That and part then like where he how thought that they because they're both insane. And and people. he's like, and Batman's like, "We're not friends. I I don't you you know this is and he's like, no, this is wrong. This is wrong. This is yeah. not how it's supposed to go." And I'm like, that's like straight out of like fucking stuff. Like um, I read this uh, book called Mindhunter, and it's written by the guy who basically created the um, FBI profile unit who yeah yeah who studies serial killers and. It's like you know he describes I like the actor serial. That's in that show. I like yeah. that. Guy. Uh, oh, that's a good show. That actor is amazing. The way he talked about with like serial killers and all that, and like you know they they the they want to be your friend yeah, they and all that, right. and then like when they're like you're not, we're not friends, they start to lose it and they shit like out. that. Oh well, wow! And, and, and Batman has to reconcile just with the thing where the guy's like, "I'm vengeance." And he has to be like, "Oh shit, this yeah. you're not me. We're not the same." Oh wait, are we? Should I? Should yeah. I change probably? Because yeah. this well, is well, he had that interaction with yeah, him, and then he yes. goes on, and the other guy says, "I'm vengeance." So he has to figure out a new way of doing shit because he doesn't want to be like this guy. Anyway, sorry. Oh no, no. Continue. But then, like, but then, like, other stuff, like the way he was like, okay, so when he first pops up and he mm. fucking just murders that guy, yeah, I was like. Fucking! What the hell am I watching? When the it, eyes, the eyes just appear. That was like really creepy. Yeah. It, yeah, it felt like I was watching Seven for a moment. Right. Yeah. yeah. And uh, mm. okay, so when I went and saw it, there was like barely anybody in the theater. But like a few seats over from me, there was this mom and her young kid. Jeez. Oh, and I'm just all like, Why would you why bring would your you kids? Bring to your this? Kids? <laughs> what are they oh, thinking as they're watching? So bad. But then oh, that mom just kept laughing at every time the Riddler just popped up. She's like. <laughs> And I'm like, for me, I guess, I guess for me, it was kind of like, I think they saw like the videos from the Heath Ledger Joker where he's like, look at me and like all this stuff. And they were like, just do that the whole time. Just do a lot of that. And I was like, all right, okay. I thought it was a little, I I liked it. I thought it was a good interpretation of it, but I thought it was, I don't know. It was a little too real for me. Like at the end where he's got the cronies and he's got like. The followers, and then they're going to go shoot up all these people, and they're they've copped the same garb as him. And I'm like, yeah, okay, that is like that's scary to me because that's, that's what would real. really that's happen. What would be yeah. That's what would really happen if yeah. there was a dude like this. He would have people dressing up like him and trying to do the same stuff that he's doing. And like that was like, holy shit! I hope yeah. this movie doesn't give people ideas. Or no, right. weirdly, well, weirdly, that's one of the thoughts I had because it was so real. Like 
Well, they were saying that about the yeah. Joker, etc. It was a little too I mean, real, yeah. But like, the, you know. but it, it, but it was good. I, I I thought it was well done. I liked when he comes undone in Arkham when yes, Batman yes. says that he's not his friend and they're not on the same side and they're not in this plan together. I did really like that scene and I liked it more the second time that we watched it, where he just starts screaming and yeah. he's like losing it and then he starts singing the Ave Maria. Like I thought all of that was pretty like creepy and like you said i mean that is like within what a serial killer would probably do or you know a lot of it it, it's really real and grounded almost too much well when you you say it's it's real etc like i was uh all of that is to me that's not mainly what i was interested in and i know that that makes sure puts me in that minority to me what i was interested in the most is what would happen if you actually brought the Batman to a fucking murder investigation like a crime scene. What would that be like? That would be very awkward, wouldn't it? It's, and it scenes, was. It was really fucking good. awkward. Yeah. Yeah. And I can't tell you how much I appreciated and adored. It was the perfect... It was just like, that's what it would be. It would be the fucking guy in the suit like yeah. walking down the hallway and you've got... Can I just say Jeffrey Wright? Jeffrey Wright. Oh, Best man. Commissioner Amazing. Gordon I've seen. He's incredible. God, well, I guess so he wasn't good. Commissioner, but... Jim you know, Gordon, for yeah, sure. Yeah, he's Jim Gordon. What a... and, but him walking down the... Total silence. So awkward. <laughs> Every moment is more tense than the last. Every single second is just... It gets more and more tense. And just these cops are just like, what the fuck? That can't yeah. say anything. And no one's saying anything because it's just like... And it's so awkward, and I just loved every moment of that because that's what it would be. It would be like this: Is this happening? I guess this is happening. No one's right, gonna say anything, and this yeah. guy says something, and everyone's like, <gasps> "This guy said something." And then it's a thing: He's looking at stuff. If he glances at something, the crime scene photographer's like, "Oh, I get it get oh, for evidence, yeah. I guess." And she's like following him around, like getting it for evidence, and like he noticed the thing, so she takes a picture of that's it. That's really cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We got it's to see the, the detective, detective side. The detective, yeah. detective comments. Yeah. Finally, got to see instead of like. Fingerprints. Like I don't want to see. Like I, I want to see him be a detective. You know, I want to see this, and it's so good. We yeah. got more of that because it's, it's not just one time during the movie. It's like six seconds of it. It's like, it, and that's it. It's every time this happens, yeah. he does it yeah. again and again and again. And it's so like, he'll just mention he's like, I'm just a creepy boy who has my own little thoughts, and I'll just occasionally interject with the piece of. Uh, knowledge that you're missing that you knew that you didn't think about and I'm just gonna say by the way here's the thing that you're missing and you're like he's got such an analytical mind he's always thinking it's always going he's thinking of nothing else he's got this zeroed in mind on just this and that's what Zoe Kravitz comes in Catwoman to break this apart and cause this chaos and he doesn't know what to do with her he doesn't know how to react he doesn't know how to B. He doesn't have control. He has no experience with this at all because he has had one single focus since he was a small child and since his parents fucking died. And okay, so Alfred, by the way, can I just say Andy Circus? Andy Circus, amazing, genius, good, brilliant, perfect. Alfred. He didn't know what to do with his child. And there's this scene where he's like, you're not my father. And he's you, like, I'm well aware. I know that because I didn't know what to do with you. I don't know how to yeah, be a father. So, so yeah. what I did was I trained you at, to be do black yeah. ops shit. And I was like, oh, I don't know what to do with this orphan child that I care for. I guess better teach him how to kick people's throats right. in. There, there's a great uh, scene uh. With, uh, with Bruce and Alfred where Alfred tells him, you needed a father. Yeah. Like you yeah. needed one, and and I didn't. Get, I couldn't we, do we, it. We I could teach you how to fight you. people, but and I couldn't teach. I thought you that that was like anything else. I don't know if I've ever if that's ever. I'm sure they've come across that in the comics, but that has never occurred to me Amazing. before. Yeah, um, I thought that that was really cool. 
Um, going back to Jeffrey Wright a little bit, yeah. something that always yes, made me sorry. kind of la- uh, something that always kind of made oh, me laugh so that good. I really like is when he reads the riddles. <laughs> when Jeffrey Wright reads them, um, it just next time you watch it. It's so good. And when Jeffrey Wright starts reading, I don't know why delivery. it was so it's good. So good. It's, it's the delivery is just like anyway. Um, maybe because we were so obsessed with him as the Watcher in What If, you know, and oh, stuff yeah. like that. I'm just like obsessed oh, if you with his voice. Someone to narrate anything. But when he's reading the riddles, I don't know. It just made <laughs> me great. smile. Like I just wanted to laugh. Anyway, what did you think of Jeffrey Wright? Oh, like I said, he. I mean, okay, so like this. Uh, this is no disrespect to any of the other actors, but man, he fucking knocked that fucking out of the park. Yeah. With, his, yeah. with his Jim Gordon. I like when um, um, he's like, "We need to get you out of here." Yeah. You're gonna punch me in the face. Take this key. Yeah. Like all that is yeah. so yeah. good, like, man. Face. It's really, really good. Obviously, that's one of the highlights of the movies, and I, I, I don't believe we're the first people to point that out. That that's incredible. Their dynamic. I mean, everything's great. But like, okay, so you could have pulled your punch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but did. sorry, he did. Uh, I interrupted you. Go ahead. One thing I was not expecting, though, was um, I, I did not know John Totoro was in the movie playing um, Falcone. Incredible. I was just like, when he walked in, I was like, holy shit, that's John Totoro. Really yeah. good. <laughs> Yeah, that was a good, and and that's like un, a little bit unconventional casting for him, right? Yeah, he's usually like yeah. comedic, you know, and that character was not. Well, funny. he's done dramatic roles before, and sure. but I just think that typically when you think of Falcone, you think of like the hey, guy from I'm The a, Dark Knight. I'm a bit, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> no, the guy from Big Batman Begins. Yeah. Well, you think of like a, and I anyway, yeah. They. He's like, was, I'm a big. It was big great. Kingpin guy. Exactly, <laughs> yeah. he did great. And okay, so oftentimes when you Colin Farrell, when you think of. When people say, oh, he disappeared into that role. Well, he had some prosthetics on, so... But you can definitely see that it's whoever, Brad Pitt or whoever, right? Like, you can tell. Or they just gained a lot of weight they, or, or lost whatever a lot it of was. Yeah. They, they put a bunch of prosthetics on a guy. Oh, he disappeared into that role. He was like another person. Okay, I forgot that Colin Farrell was in this movie. Yeah. I forgot. Yeah. And I actually mean that. Like, I... He... He, he was another person. I mean, he's a great actor. What the fuck? Like yeah. that's, that was yeah. amazing. And yeah, he had prosthetics on, but I also did not. I it wasn't like this is Colin Farrell with prosthetics. Yeah, this was the fucking penguin. Like yeah. that guy. I mean, that was amazing. Yeah. That was incredible. I liked his whole attitude where he's like, "Hey, I want to be your sweetheart. friend. I'm Oz. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean. Like all he, that stuff. He was, re- he's so pathetic, and I loved every second. It was of it. good. He really wanted to be." This is my friend, Vengeance. We're friends. I'm yeah. a cool guy because I'm friends with this guy. Anything you need, I, yeah. I'll help you out. But I'm also kind of a bad guy, but not really. Like, but You I pointed out an interesting detail that I didn't catch with him. Oh, that he was doing the penguin walk when they he was tied him, up? He, when they have him. He's he, like, hey, I'm still over here. Did you forget I'm over here? He does his little he penguin thing. He does a little thing. waddle. I didn't, it's cute. Yeah. Everyone has one of those moments. Has a little moment. Where it's like, aha, this is a little joke. And if you just, like, the second time we watched it, I oh, noticed it so much more. I noticed the second time we watched it, at one point, there's the head. Uh-huh. Remember the, the sculpture that, what is it? Um, oh, uh, head? yeah, Shakespeare's head that was yeah, also in there. Uh, yeah. 66 Batman, they would yeah. open it and push a button or whatever. But That's how s- they get into the Batcave. You see the bust of yeah. Shakespeare's, or I think it was Shakespeare's head. Um, it is and, Shakespeare. Yeah, yeah, that was cool. Cool, um, that's the Bruce Wayne thing, like... We've seen Bruce Wayne swaggering around in expensive suits. We've seen it before. I like that we get a different thing. I just like that we have a different weird little isolated guy who's not doing that yet. I yeah. think that that's a different... He's going to grow into it, I guess. He's gonna, yeah. yeah, and so it's it's also like... I Okay, there were... And we'll get to see that be new to him, too. Yeah. Like, having to learn how to that's socialize. Interesting. Like, yeah. That is interesting. We've seen it before. And I think that that's what makes the Selena Kyle thing work. Because, she so, like you said, like that scene where 
she's like, oh, you don't even care what happens to me, all this stuff. And he yeah. comes up to her and grabs her. And that, that's such a tent. Like, uh, and she's like, oh, maybe. Oh, and all this. And it's like, yeah, it's fine. It's fine. I like how. Anytime um, they have any intimate moment whatsoever, he is so flustered and has no idea yeah. how to react to any of it. Also, can I just say, aesthetically speaking, this movie, this movie is amazing. The fucking, the Wayne Mansion. I've okay, never yeah. loved the Wayne Mansion more. That was so beautiful. I almost <laughs> cried when he got. He gets up. He's like, "I gotta put sunglasses on." Oh, I eat one blueberry. <laughs> that scene. Oh my god. Okay. Yeah. So oh, I actually want to look at that house forever. I did want to touch on that because um, beautiful Gotham City looked fucking amazing, and it was like so like 1970s yeah. New York City dirty, but it also had it was like um, like 90s too. But uh, it was very like. But there's like all the gritty. garbage and the graffiti, and yeah, then, it's very gritty. Uh, everything also felt small and contained. Yeah, and I feel like while I like the the uh, Gotham cities and uh, the Nolan trilogy, uh, that actually felt more like a real city. Like you could go, like that's like New York or something, like right, that. right, uh, or Chicago or something. But then um, this one kind of, I don't know, kind of gave me that kind of same vibe as. Um, the 89 Batman where it looks real but also kind of fake but then also it's like really dirty and then there's a lot of people around yeah, and it just yeah. feels it feels big but also claustrophobic at yeah. the same time well, yeah. yeah and that's that's also what lent to the feeling of it it gave so much it, it really made it work when you have like what would this actually actually be like yeah if there was a fucking guy in yeah. a fucking Batman costume walking through a crime <clears throat> scene like what would that feel like oh shit um, and it it really yeah. anyway, yeah. He walks I, down the fucking wall. I thought that was cool. Uh, I don't know. Have we ever seen him do that? I can't say that. Oh, one thing else I liked. I liked when he you he put his cape around him and turned to a wingsuit. Yeah. Oh, the that squirrel was, suit. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was really cool. And then like But they didn't have him land perfectly. Well, he got fucked up, dude. Well, not just that, but like I'm glad that he pulled a shoot because those yeah. suits, you can't just no, land. No. You actually have to land right, with a yeah. and right. so every time you see it in movies, they just like they're flying down and then next thing you know they're on the ground. I'm like, no, you're supposed to pull a fucking parachute. Yeah, yeah. If he hadn't tried to go under that bridge, he would have made it. I don't it, think he probably. did try to go under the bridge. I think that was an oh, accident. Just, yeah. I thought like, he was trying to land on that truck or bus or whatever oh. it was. <laughs> I thought he was just trying to not get killed. But um, but it's it very so, much felt like this man is about to be paced. So, there was one scene in this movie that I didn't know that I wanted to see uh-huh. in a Batman movie, but now I know that it's every that I've always wanted to see this scene. It was yes. the coolest scene. So. At one point, uh, they find out where the Riddler is, and then they show the inside of his window, and then you see the grappling hook come crashing oh, through the, the window. It oh, goes taut, yes. and then Batman comes a second later, comes crashing, crashing through the rest through of the window. This fucking window. That is so cool! So oh my good. god, that, that was, was cool. awesome. That was one of the coolest things that I've ever seen. I mean, it was just I love those kinds of moments. Can we talk about the Batmobile real quick? Let's talk about Best it. Batmobile ever of all oh time. Oh my god, Best the Batmobile, Batmobile was so amazing. You know, cuz I mean favorite Batmobile. For the longest time my favorite Batmobile was the 89 Batman. You know? <laughs> yeah. Okay, me too, right on, me right too. Right uh, it's kind of wobbly, you know. You know it kind of wobbles. It, well, not just that. I mean, that thing fucking handle probably can't turn for shit. No, the bat turn <laughs> That's where he has to the, do the yeah, grappling, yeah, grappling hook. hook. Which Mythbusters which <laughs> Mythbusters disproved. Yes. Uh, I have a And I like the tumbler. I mean, but it's not a Batmobile. It's a, it's, it's more a tank. of a it's, it's a, a tank. It's literally a tank. They said it in the movie. It's like a I don't know. It's, I always called it more like a sports car Hummer. They said it in the movie. They were like, that is a tank. This yeah. man owns a tank. Just the way it looked, the muscle car Best and the Batmobile engine. Of all time. And, 
Um, it also reminded me of like it's a monster. The, it looks like a monster. It, it reminded me of some of the Batmobiles from yeah. the seventies like, and eighties yeah. in the uh, in the comic. Yeah, it's perfect. Oh, and then I'm also gonna always have a special place in my heart for the the sixties uh, Batman. Well, yeah, of course. Batman. Oh, sure. that's yeah. a, that, and I feel like that's what they were trying stripes. to channel. Yeah, a little bit is like the mm-hmm. retro muscle car. I felt like it yeah. was a Frankenstein was of like every a, Batmobile, well, but it was also like a literal monster. Like when it, it comes, was, when yeah. they, when it, mm-hmm. they reveal it. It's like growling, you know. It's and it like, kind of does that. Yeah, like where it kind of lurches ahead a little yeah. bit to be like that intimidating. thing. I thought that that was so cool. Yeah. That was a really great scene. It was great. Um, that whole car chase thing, but that was a, that whole fucking movie. Every moment of that movie. So if we want to pick apart stuff, that was one part that I kind of and and I picked it apart the first time we watched it. It wasn't like um, sure, sure. I, after I listened to a bunch of people talk about it, I was no like, way. oh yeah. After they. After that scene where the penguin's like, "Hey, you I'm left me here. here," so like he wasn't even the guy they were looking for. Like how many, how many cars like blew up and like, oh right? Did, did those drivers of the eighteen wheelers like survive? Like how much carnage happened just so they could get this guy that wasn't even the guy that they needed? I couldn't help but think about that afterwards because they just leave. They're just like, "Bye, okay, I guess that's it. Bye, penguin. We're just gonna leave. we're not even gonna arrest you." You know what I mean? Oh, We're right, just going to yeah. leave you out here, and you can just be free. I guess, like, well, you're kind of fucked until you can get a, a phone or something, but you know what I mean? Like, it was supposed to be, like, a, a cartoonish, comedic kind of a, like, but Batman in, the Animated but in the Series way, kind of moment. But in the moment. wake yeah, of know, this giant explosion yes. of 18-wheelers, it's yeah. kind of like, hmm, mm, I don't know. Yeah. That, was my one, that was my one thing. Um, we didn't talk about the Joker. Let's talk about I don't want to talk about that. Well, we got to talk about it. I don't it. want to. Well, you don't have to then. Me and Aubrey will talk about it. I will it. then. So, what um so they did incorporate a scene unnecessary where uh they they show that the Joker isn't Arkham there and that and so it ends with him and the Riddler like they're going to team up, you know. Yeah. Why are we they're, focusing on this? It's such a good movie. There's so much good things to what? say. What? We're talking about all the villains. We talked about er- we talked about everybody except for the Joker. I feel okay. like this is executives coming in and being like, "You have to put the Joker in." No, I actually didn't because uh, he released a deleted scene um which is I'm glad it was deleted because it was awful. Not uh, you know the added okay. nothing to the movie. Well, uh, granted it didn't add anything to the movie, but I thought it was a really good scene Detracted and I thought that from it actually bad. Anyway, I Thought it was good, and it reminded me a little bit of Silence of the Lambs. Um, oh, yeah. Okay. yeah. Clarice brings the stuff yeah, to yeah, Hannibal yeah. Lecter. Yeah. Yeah, but, that's uh, a good point. I mean... Why is he so gross? It feels, just feels like they're like have, trying to have a contest with, like, how gross can we make the Joker? How disgustingly gross can we you know, make this when, character? When, when we saw it in the theater and the first time, and they just show his kind of silhouette, yeah. Yeah. I thought they were going to go for more of, like, the Brian Bolin killing joke long face with the big hair joker okay but then when we saw the deleted scene we see that he is all fucked up and that did kind of disappoint me a little yeah. bit because well, i was like well i thought they were well, just like don't forget do... the joker the joker's gonna we're gonna do the joker don't forget everybody the joker like i would have liked well, to, i would have liked am to, i gonna have to i would have liked to seen something more like the long like yeah. the well, who's the guy that it was based on? The Con- man who laughs or yeah, something like that? A Conrad. silent film? Conrad something, yeah. It's just like ever since Heath Ledger, Joker, which was great, We ha- it's like constantly like a like, oh, we got to do something different with the Joker now. We got to do something else because we're never going to be able to do this. So we got to do a different sure, thing. And like, yeah. oh, well, what if if we leave out the Joker, then people aren't going to see the Batman. It was a fine movie. We, no, no. It was enough. Well, it was good. Like, just leave it. Well, they, it. they didn't actually advertise that he was in the movie. No, they so. didn't. I know but, that. I mean, but what but, I'm uh, saying is like they can't leave it alone. Well, they can't just have a Batman movie without the Joker well, going on. 
I mean, I liked it because it also like it indicated that he and Batman have already um, tussled once in right. the street. Because like if you see at the very beginning, those guys that he that he beats up, you know, they got the Joker makeup. Right, on. that was a good point. And, uh, I hadn't even occurred to me. Yeah. It made me, th- and that made me think of the the uh, Joker gang from Batman Beyond. Yeah, right. Um, and so like you know they were and like with the, at the end with the Riddler people dressing up as a Riddler. I mean, there are people that idolize certain. Yeah certain yeah. bad people and that would happen yeah there's oh, also so disgusting though yeah like, it, I, it didn't have to be I that well, I mean, because, well in the in that was like mostly in the deleted scene like in the in the movie we, he was like blurred he was blurred out so maybe they also did it so they're not locked into that deleted yeah scene. yeah yeah i think so Repulsive. too i also said that too um there is a pretty good you know we're going to be talking about a tom king uh batman story in a little bit there is a pretty good Tom King run called um, The War of Joke and Riddles. And it's a story where the Joker and Riddler team up to go against Batman. Okay. And so I wonder if maybe they're setting sure. up something for that or I don't know. Um, Look, I, the Batman-Joker I, dynamic is obviously like, yeah, that's the thing. That right. is the thing. And I get that. And I think that it can be riveting. It can be very, very interesting. And it can be very, very intense and awesome if it's a well-told story. I just feel like if it's it just seems too forced, then it's just kind of like, what are we doing? Well, and I think that that's what they did. Is, is everyone they, is trying they... to outdo the last Joker? Just well, tell a good story. But I don't think that it was forced. I think they were like, he's just another guy that's that's in Arkham. Let's make him as yeah. weird as possible. I oh. mean, but you're tacking on what's what was not in the movie. I'm just, let's just right. talk about what was in the movie, what was in the actual product. Right, right, right. You know what I mean? And if we're going off that. I don't, uh, I guess this is a minor spoiler for Batman, uh, fuck, I don't even remember what that game is called. The Demon Within or something like that? No, it's not called The Demon Within. It's the fucking the Telltale, Telltale. yeah. The Telltale Batman game. Did you ever play that, Aubrey? Where yeah. He's in, in love that? with Probably him. Probably not. He's in love with him. That's so, his boyfriend. Yeah, the, basically the Joker is his friend. Yeah. And he's just a guy. And like over the course of the game... Him and and Bruce's friendship becomes fractured, or him and Batman's relationship becomes fractured. And then at one point, he thinks that Batman's betrayed him, and so by the end of the game, he's the full Joker. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it, they play it out over time, and he starts off, and he's just a guy. But then he says, "I'm going to become the Joker." And then he be, be, totally becomes the Joker. But I feel like I thought that maybe that's what they were trying to do here sure, is like sure. he's a guy that's in Arkham. We don't really know a lot about him, but he's gonna eventually become that thing. Yeah. They're that they're setting become that seed for for later. Sure, you yeah, know. Anyway. that's fine, and that's fine. I just feel like it was like I just watched an incredible movie, and then they're like, "Don't forget about the Joker." Yeah. Then I'm like, "I don't. I will never forget. I can't. You won't let me." Yeah, yeah. like I get it. I like the fact that we didn't have to see the Waynes get murdered again. Oh, thank oh, you for that as good. well. I, I didn't have to see pearls clattering to the ground. Oh, yeah. So, um, um, but, you know, yeah, go ahead. But the, speaking of that, though, I felt like we got a little more, a little, first off, you know, we, we find out that um, Martha's maiden name is Arkham and that she spent some time in an asylum. Oh, right. In and this that, universe. And, and that goes in along, this universe, yeah. That goes along uh, with Batman beans, you know. And was then that his grandmother we, or his mother? His, his mother. mother. Okay. And then we also find out that Thomas Wayne's was friends with Falcone. Yeah. And I thought that that was really interesting. It's like, because, I mean, fucking Thomas and Martha Wayne, I mean, we always see them from Bruce's eyes right. and they were always just perfect people. Right. Uh, but this but is like... there's a lot of nuance to it. Yeah. It's I like, mean, well... These, these could be like normal people. And like, situations arise. He's like, yeah, uh, like, he's like, yeah, your dad came to me and said, kill him. But then um, Alfred says like, no, your dad was like, you know, can you just stop him? But I don't want him dead or something right. like that. Right. So there's always yeah. like a nuance. But, um, yeah. but I mean, I like that. I mean, yeah. I like that little yeah. 
you know, taking him down a peg, to be honest. Really? With you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, and Bruce realizes like the only thing that he cares about is the one thing that he's been like, oh, you're not my real dad. Like, and then no. he, he has to, you know. Oh, and so, okay. Uh, so in an interview, uh, Robert Pattinson was like, look, the only way I, I would ever, ever agree to do Robin in a Batman movie would be like if he's a small child, like 13 years old. I really thought that was an interesting thing for him to say because uh-huh. when you think about it, it had me thinking all the stuff that we were saying where Alfred has no idea how to help him. So he just helps him with his Batman stuff, which is fucking psychotic. And then Bruce is like, oh, you're not my dad. And Alfred's like, yeah, no shit. Because of how he felt he, like, I'm not equipped to do any of this, but I tried anyway. But instead of parenting, it was all oops, all black ops training. And so Bruce ended up being just the most absolutely fucked up guy ever. He has to come terms with this. Okay. So that makes me think of like, Maybe the Robin story would be worth exploring in a fucked up way because Batman's the most fucked up guy and now he's doing the same to this little kid who just lost his parents and that kid's going to be able to either drag Bruce into the light or is that kid going to end up being as fucked up as Bruce? Like, what's going to happen? So when he kept saving that same orphaned kid over and over in the movie, the same kid, he saves that kid how many times? (laughs) The kid is the first one who reaches for him, too. Two or three times? Like, he saves the same orphaned child? But at the the end, they're all scared of him when he tries to help. But then then, when he reaches for that kid... No, the kid is the first one that goes, I'm not scared I'm not scared. Batman will save me. But that's from before because he saved him from before. What if that kid is the fucking Robin and he's like, I'm going to do Batman shit. And Batman's like, you need to stop doing Batman shit. You're going to get yourself killed. And the kid's like... I, you can't stop me. I will do it anyway. And Batman's like, well, if he's going to do it anyway, fuck. Right. Yeah. So he brings him home and then fucking Alfred's like, yeah, oh, yeah, there's yeah. two of them now. Oh, <laughs> fuck no. So he's like, what do we do with this child? We've somehow adopted. Teach him how to kick villains' throats right. in, I guess. I don't know how to do this. Yeah. And the cycle continues or does it? Does Robin, can he drag him into the light right. or does it continue? I'll tell you why it continues because Catwoman mentions Bloodhaven. So it, right. the yeah, cycle yeah, of abuse yeah. will continue, and Grayson's going to be fucked up too. Well, yeah. I mean, not necessarily. That I mean, kid is could... Dick Grayson. That kid is Dick Grayson. I, well, is what I don't I'm think saying. that. I don't think that particular kid is Dick Grayson. But right. I definitely want to see or Tim Robin. Drake. Maybe he's Tim Drake. Definitely want to see Robin brought in because you definitely want to see Robin dies. What you're saying? No, not that one. You want to see not... the Joker kill Robin? That's what you're saying. Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm saying is, like, I this really want the Zack Snyder universe. They're not going to throw everything in the second movie. Oh God, I hope not. <laughs> They're just like better teach this kid how to fight, I suppose. Well, no, I mean, I do want to see Robin in the films because, I mean, and I want to see him as a kid. I don't want to see him as like... What, I'm not Chris, saying this is a good like idea Chris, for a movie. I'm just saying that this is where my mind went. I mean, Chris it. O'Donnell was, wait, what, five years younger than Val Kilmer? Right. He was <laughs> almost 30. Yeah. He's like, this is my 30-year-old son I'm adopting. You're going to college, young man. <laughs> And no, you know, in no shade, because I mean, when Batman Forever came out, I love that movie. I went and saw it like three or four times in the theater. It wasn't until Batman and Robin came out that that made that other movie retroactively just not as good. Right, right. Um, it's like a, str- but I, I but, feel like um, it would end up being a struggle for Bruce's soul. But, like I feel like that's where it would. Right. Go. Okay. But. I do want to see Robin because, like, yeah. Robin is one of my favorite characters in the Batman universe. I mean, I know. Like fucking like he gets like like people joke about him like in like right. co- like robot chicken and stuff like that. But I mean, Robin's actually a really cool character. Yeah. You know, he grows up to become Nightwing, and then we get Jason Todd, and he dies. Um, I just and the then, idea and then of Tim this, Drake comes in, yeah. and then Damien comes in. And the idea of Carrie this, Kelly. The idea of this small child who looks to Batman as like almost a like a hero, like a god. If they want to do Robin, because, you know, yeah. I don't want them to be forced to do Robin, because if <clears throat> sure. they're forced to do Robin, then it's like 
fucking when Sam Raimi got forced to do Venom. Well, I hope know? that. Well, I, the struggle I, I, would be that Bruce thinking he can somehow fix what was done to him by trying to do it right with a different kid, but ultimately, right? Nope. Doing the same thing again. Yeah. No. That would be a good story. The music. Um, I was like, oh. man, somebody was like, if somebody wrote down timpanies, <laughs> Batman needs timpanies. <laughs> it was so fucking cool. Every time that he was walking and the music was uh-huh. playing, I was like, are they about to play the Imperial March? I said the same thing. <laughs> oh, I said the same thing to John. Oh. I loved him. And I could not get it out of my I head. I couldn't also said the same thing. Oh, I, I loved the, the walk. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. He had that really slow, methodical walk. And then when he goes to visit Falcone and, it, and he's Bruce, did you notice he still walks like that? Oh, yeah. When he's walking into their office. I thought that was really cool. Yeah. Um, I just liked all of that stuff. They did so much with the character. They gave him, like, all these yeah. little kind of, like, nuances. He really had his own take on it. Um, on our way out of the think... theater, though, I did the Imperial March to John. Yes, out yes. loud to John. And I was like, do you get it? Do you get that that's that's what it is? Because, I mean, it music. sounds like... It's, it's like... Dun, dun. It's not... Dun, 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 but it's right. got that... Ding, 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 It's different. It's different. It feels like it's a little slowed down. Right. But it doesn't ever rise to... It doesn't ever go all the way up, yeah. It feels like it's starting and then it goes somewhere else. Right, right. It doesn't go all the way up there, yeah. All of the Selena Kyle moments... With, oh, with let's Batman. Talk about- all of the all of the moments with Batman and Selena Kyle was the yeah. most amazing thing I've ever seen on a fucking screen. That was one of the things when we came out oh, of the movie. I said, so good. I told Danielle that movie was too hot. Fucking this is hot stuff here. It was super good. <laughs> Zoe Kravitz is amazing. They're she did both a really amazing. Like they both job. have this like this so yeah. tense because it's this guy who's like, "There's a girl talking to me." Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know what to do, and she's just like, "Oh, he's." He's a little bit flustered, isn't he? And I'm just going to lean into that. And I was just like, Wah! going feral the entire time. I liked um, how she had like a full, uh, an actual cat burglar's yeah. array. Like uh-huh. when she yeah. opens up her thing and yeah. she's got the big gear and she's looking in there and uh-huh. with a flashlight. And I, I was like, man, this is like some real safe cracking yeah, stuff. You know what I mean? They did it right. Um, I liked her fight scenes. I yeah. liked... Um, you know when she the way that they gave her like her fighting style. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, that was really great. Every time he had to restrain her, I was just like, <laughs> it was good. I like when um when she's going after Falcone at the end and her wig gets pulled off uh-huh. and she her hair is just all crazy and she's yeah. all she's pointing the gun and she's all like crying and screaming and I was like, dang, like this is intense. Yeah. You yeah. know, it was really good and like you really get to see the ferocious you know like she's not gonna take any shit you know side of it it was really good all the character actors were really good but yeah she was amazing and like i said earlier i mean i think it's so important that you bring this character in from the beginning and let the two characters kind of like grow together yeah Yeah. Um, yeah or apart and back together back together who knows so um so uh kind of going into the into the comic i wanted to talk about just and it'll probably all be the batman but so, favorite music. What's your favorite Batman music? Is it the Danny Elfman still? The Danny Elfman no. kind of beats all no. Yeah. No, it is for me. What it, what it for you? You like the I new one? I like this movie, and I'm riding high on it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. You liked some timpanis? Yeah. I don't know. I have to say the Danny Elfman. 
is probably the... Well, because he did the animated, too, so that was all we had for, like, 20 years. Yeah, well, I guess. Okay, so he did the, the, the uh, theme for it, but uh, Shirley Walker actually did all the music for the animated series. Oh, thank yeah, you for, yeah, thank yeah. You for yes, that detail. Yes, Aubrey. that is yeah. true. Credit that is true. I just um, I thought we were talking about opening themes. Sorry, yeah. Yeah, well, no, no, talking I mean, about, like, the When you're talking about a Batman theme, yeah. you know, I mean... The 89 Batman theme is the one that always plays in my head. I, can, yeah. I mean, I got it in my head right now. Danny Elfman did the <laughs> opening theme for music, that show, though. though. Uh, I mean, didn't he? The, the, the 66 Batman music, that was that was always good stuff, too. The surf music, yeah. Yeah, that one is very popular. Sure. He's got pretty good music, I think. What about, okay, so favorite Batmobile? Is it this one? Yeah, it's this one. Yeah, it's got to be this one. Oh, yeah, I think so, too. Because, I mean, it's just like, fuck, that. I, I could see that thing driving down the street in real life. Yeah, you know? and yeah. You couldn't say that about any of the other Batmobiles. For except, real, yeah. Except for the point. one in the 66 one. Sure, yeah. that one too, yeah. Look, oh. if I saw, I mean, if obviously if I saw that yeah. fucking thing. You'd be like, holy shit. On the road, I'd be like, yeah. holy fucking shit, what is this? <laughs> but I mean, it, it it felt believable. Like, because like the Tim Burton one, was, the first one was no. believable. But by the time it's it got the size to of the- a bus. By the time it got to it the George like Clooney dick. one, it was ridiculous. That, that was just like stupid. And like I remember <laughs> the even penis seeing like with fins on it. I remember even seeing like a behind the scenes they were having to tow the thing or thing, and I was yeah, like, yeah, it's it, it, what, if it can't drive, what's no, the if point? If it can't yeah. drive, it can't. It's not a fucking mobile. Okay, so this is probably my. I would probably have to say it's my favorite costume. Would oh you, yeah, would you agree with that? One hundred thousand percent. Oh, I like. Aubrey's thinking lot. about the one with the nipples on it. He's not no, sure. No, no, I'm thinking of Batfleck. Actually, I was going to say that. That was a good one. I was going to say that because that one actually feels more like comic accurate than, yeah. um, than any. But this if, one if has... If we weren't talking about this one, I would probably pick Batfleck. I, I mean, didn't like it. Because I like the costume. I mean, you're, I, I think you're thinking of the movie and the uh, you're putting all this other stuff on it. I'm just looking at it from an objective point of just the costume. And I think it is, it is the most comic accurate. I mean... This one, I like the collar. Yeah. Um, I love the collar with the cape. Don't like the fucking bat symbol, but I like the practicality of it. <laughs> a big knife. Um, it's a, a knife. No! Yeah, so it's 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 up there between the two of them. Okay. Best Catwoman? Yeah? Oh, for sure. She's yeah. the Catwoman. I think so. Yeah. yeah. I mean, she is so. Selena Kyle. She, She's everything I've yeah. always wanted. That dynamic. I want to see... So um, but the dynamic is what I like. It's I want to the see the... Them together. I, I want to see the tactical... With the goggles and the cow, and yeah. I think like they could do it with this she one. She was just getting started, though. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think they could do yeah. it with this one. She's got to go into her second yeah. phase of yeah. whatever she's going to be doing. At one point, they said the bat and the cat, so, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? I mm-hmm. feel like they're kind of setting that up. What about uh, favorite Riddler, I guess? What other Riddlers mm-hmm. are there? There's Jim Carrey, there's well, Frank Gorshin. Well, I absolutely Gorshin. can't fucking stand Jim Carrey, so. What about 66 Batman, Frank Gorshin? Well, what about the animated series Batman? Oh, Riddler? yeah. We're animated not, series Riddler. That's we're not what talking I'm about the animated for. series. Well, man, I love the animated series Car. We're talking about Ooh, we're throwing the animated series in there. Um, yeah, but you're right. The Riddler from the animated series was well done. And I like uh, the different outfits that they put him in. Yeah. You know, like the, when he had the suit and stuff like that. Okay, so. I think I was too creeped out. It's it's I like. That's uh, what my issue is. It's like I would always say, like, you know, Kevin Conroy and Mark Hamill are the best Batman and Joker. That yeah. is true. Uh, that yeah. is true. Until, but, like, but if you want to just stay live action, 
I really did like the depiction of this because let's be honest, Jim Carrey's Riddler was just Jim Carrey. Uh, it's just Jim Carrey. It was just Ace Ventura. It was Ventura. And it was full 1995 Jim oh, Carrey. Yeah, Max. Oh. Just so much cocaine happening. There's all those stories all of how Tommy Lee Jones couldn't stand it. Oh, yeah, yeah, for good reason. <laughs> but uh, in milk. Well, he wasn't doing that much great job as Yeah, Two-Face. I guess, right. Yeah. He uh, no, he was just great. the Joker. <laughs> but. Um, yeah, he's just being a joker. I I really did like the this this because I actually really wanted to see Chris Nolan's take on the Riddler, and then he gave us Bane. I'm like, well, okay, yeah. I, but it's like you were saying earlier. They were like, hey, this guy. What if he was a serial killer? How do they act? They're yeah. creepy and weird. And I was like, wow, and too he, accurate. Actually, yeah. I feel very unsettled by and this. And then when he wasn't in the costume, he just looked creepier yeah. for some reason yeah little paul yeah. dano's little face. yeah, yeah. every <laughs> With the big movie glasses. this man is in he is the creepiest um uh, he's like he's having a man, contest gonna, with himself to be the creepiest man of all time. I was going to say something. Oh, sorry. Uh, oh, speaking of the animated series, one of the first things I ever downloaded off the internet, and this has probably been like 94, oh, was this like video clip from Batman the Animated Series, and like it took all night to download, and I thought... <laughs> Holy shit, this is going to be amazing. It was over a 14.4 BOD modem. Oh, my God. So it took all night. It downloaded. I was like, this is going to be like some 30-minute Batman the Animated Series episode. It was 10 seconds. Oh, my God. What, what, was, what, it? what was it? It was fucking Catwoman <laughs> knocking Batman down. And then she gave him some quip, and then she ran off, and then he chased after her, and then that was it. <laughs> well... That, oh man, it was cool, but pretty I mean, good. It was like the uh, experience of w- expectations and reality yeah. for the internet in 1994. Oh yeah, <laughs> would you say this is the best Batman movie? I can't tell you how much I want to just be able to turn on the TV or something <laughs> and watch it and right. just watch just it. Just keep watching. And it. I previously my sick day movie was Dark Knight. I I can't tell you how much i cannot wait to just put this on all day every day three times in a row you're going to be sick of hearing this movie from the other room john you can put it on your ipad it's fine i will i'm going Uh, to what about you aubrey i'm gonna have to see it again but i think i'm gonna go ahead and definitely give it the top spot right now yeah yeah Yeah. but it's if not, it's definitely in the top three. Yeah. Right. For sure. Uh, because I'm trying to think about it. It's just like, is is it better than The Dark Knight? And I'm like, so I watched The Dark Knight last night. And I was like, man, this movie is still it's good. So good. But, but. It's so good. But, it's yeah. It's different, though, but it's different. It's just it, different. And then, yeah. and then, like, you know, and then, like, my other favorites would be Batman Begins, obviously. Batman and then, Begins, okay. And I was just telling this, we right before we went to see it for the first time, we watched Batman Begins. I was like, this is the ultimate mm-hmm. Batman origin uh, like yeah. The, yeah. I don't know what this movie thinks it's gonna do, but and then it did. Ev- it pushed on every single part of my brain. <laughs> well, that I, I was just like, ah, I just pushed on all of the pleasure centers of my brain, and I just I can't believe it did and that. I, and I guess what I started thinking about is just like, um, this is the first time where Batman really felt like the star of the movie. Yeah, because thank like thank you the Riddler that. was always in the background. You had that little thing with uh, Falcone and all that, and Catwoman was there, but. With the Dark Knight, you get the Joker and that whole aspect and that whole angle where the Batman begins. You spend half the movie him as Bruce Wayne and his yeah. train yeah. and all this kind of stuff. Um, even like the '89 Batman, you get like half the movie's Jack Nicholson. This sure, explored the idea of uh, the Batman. What would it be like if you were like, "There's a guy dressed like a bat." So this one, 
it was just like you got you got more Batman for your buck on this one. Yeah, yeah, I like that. <laughs> awesome. Um, yeah, I think I would probably give it the top spot too, if not top two. You know what I mean? Batman movies. You know, uh, but it was pretty incredible. I I loved it, and I also can't wait to watch it a million times on repeat. Excellent. And like you were saying, like you watched some stuff before it came out, like before the movie came out and right after it came out, I watched both fucking Burton movies, those two Adam West animated films that they wow. did. Uh, you just suffered through all of that. Batman Begins, Dark Knight, uh, some episodes of The Batman. I watched Batman and Bill, the documentary about Bill Finger. Oh, gosh. Uh, I fucking got pumped for like that movie and you know this episode. So like I'm all ready for Batman. I I just couldn't, awesome. I couldn't believe how it was almost as though they were they were like, what are all the little silly things that you like about Batman? What are the little silly things Do you want us to make? The-? They just made it into a movie. All of the little character study things. I always wish they would slow down and take the time to just explore. Like in yeah. my. I was kind of overly creeped out by Paul Dano's performance, but then again, that's what he was going for. Yeah. But the whole Selena, Bruce thing, the Batman and the Catwoman thing, and uh, Alfred and and Gordon and the Penguin and everything—it was just so perfect, and it was just everything was so good and it good, yeah. Batman good. <laughs> okay. Like I can't think of any of it. So one more thing though, I, I did find this a little silly when um, he's walking down and they are fucking firing full on machine guns into him. Oh and, yeah, and he's just walking into it like he's Superman. But and wouldn't then, they be cool if? And then later in the movie, he gets shot in that shotgun and it takes him out. Oh yeah, you're right. That does <sighs> happen. I thought that was more of a concussive thing. Though. Yeah, maybe but the blast. Are you saying that a machine gun's blasting at I, you that close? I'm range not saying not... that at all. I'm saying movies, <laughs> movies be movies, like movies. that. I mean, other than that, I mean, sure. here's, yeah. here's what I'm saying is just, someone I mean, went, wouldn't it be cool if yeah, there yeah. was a scene where he's in a hallway and all you see is some brief gunfire and then that would be very cool. Yeah. Um, and that's what they did. But yeah, all in all, it was really it good. Was, also, it was cool to look at. Also, if you guys like the 66 Batman, I would definitely recommend checking out those two animated films that Adam West and Burt Ward did. I didn't even know about those. It's uh, Batman, The Return of the Creep Crusader, and then the sequel is Batman versus Two-Face. And so you get to see the 66 version of Two-Face. Oh, nice. Are those on HBO Max? Or they something? are. Oh, they awesome. are on HBO Max. Okay. And, also, uh, I want to say William, that... Oh, sorry. Okay. William Shatner does Two-Face. Oh, nice! William Shatner does Two Face. Very cool. Yes. He would be. He would have done that in the in the '66. Yeah, yeah, they would have totally gotten him. Nice. Also, I want to say that Robert Pattinson's Bruce Wayne looks like the Freakazoid from the Cabinet of Doctor Caligari. He looks okay. like the som- <laughs> the the sleepwalky. Okay. The somnambul- somnambulist. Somnambulist. There you go. Okay. That's what he looks like. Didn't that come up in a comic we just read? Recently? Yeah, we just did. Yeah. I- All right. I think we've uh, we we've discussed that movie pretty well, pretty in depth. I would love to hear your thoughts on it. I'd love to hear your general Batman thoughts on you know your favorite Batmobile, your favorite Batman, your favorite Bat score. There you go. Yeah. Let or us your know favorite your Bat fa- song. Yeah. You know, Prince Electric Chair. <laughs> <laughs> Party man, come on! Oh no, I like to chair all the way. Oh man, <laughs> I used to have that soundtrack. Yeah, I used to listen to it. All Let us know. The it, is, it, is it is it party man or electric chair? Let us know. Or is it bad dance? Is it bad dance? It might be bad dance. <laughs> all right, now we're gonna go on to our book club episode for the week, and this week we're talking about Batman Annual Two from 2016. It's cover. Yeah, it's, this is called Date Nights Last Rites. This cover. Um, when this issue came out, so this is written by Tom King. Uh, the interior art is by Lee Weeks, and I and I believe the epilogue is by 
Michael Lark. When you handed me this, I was foaming at the mouth for this. So I was reading some of the Tom King stuff at the time, but I wasn't reading all of it. I remember when this issue came out, people were like, this is one of the great Batman stories. Like, this is going to go on to be amazing. one of the great, just like the killing joke, just yeah. like, you know, these memorable issues An that you think of. An iconic key issue. Yeah, yeah. And, and, yeah. Uh, and, and, I, and so I was like, let me check this out. And then I... Totally agreed. You know, yeah. I was like, "Wow, this is this is really amazing." So yeah, this cover so here. He's reaching for her, concerned for her, while he's falling out a window. Yeah, just yeah. look at the way that she's. Twi- I mean, it's just so. Be- it's just so. It's athletic. It's acrobatic. It's not, but it's uh, it, like it's it's sexy. Conveying a lot of it's emotion. sexy without yeah. being pornographic. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Like I can like I feel like this is. It's different. It's, for two people falling out of a window, it's tender. Yeah. 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 So uh, we open and we... So uh, one thing that is nice is we get to see, like, I guess the first time that Catwoman and Batman kind of interact, right? right. Or is that what this is supposed to be? Well, it says near the beginning. So, right. Yeah. yeah. So she breaks into the Batcave and steals the Batmobile. This is the cutest, <laughs> most adorable thing I've ever seen. And it's so... The very first page is so... The cinematography. Yes. You know what I mean? I love that pullback of the Batmobile, how it's on this like big platform with the bats all around well, it. I didn't say I love this panel. What I told you was I love this shot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, oh, I love this shot. Gorgeous. And I, and I love how it's all laid out. It's got the four at the top, you know, the big one in the middle, yeah. the two on the bottom, and then the DC Comics Presents. Yeah. Well, it's you know. so dynamic. I mean, it's yeah. it's... It's, yeah. It is very cinematic. DC Comics presents some of these days, and then she's driving off. Meow, she says. She looks like a real person with real facial expressions. Yeah, I like this version of the costume. It's kind of like, um, it kind of reminds me of the purple costume. Yeah. But it's a little bit more like the movie cow, too, Uh uh, which I thought was uh, interesting. Well, I think he split the difference here. I think that that's what it's meant to, it's meant to, like, in evoke those emotions of that costume because that is what it looks like but it's not as obvious and so we cut over to batman and alfred's calling into him master bruce yes i am aware of your current busyness however i thought you should be made aware that it seems we have a problem with the car like this face was not traced from a porno magazine this is an (laughs) artist who actually Knows how to draw people's facial expressions. Well, I mean, one thing that surprises me is, like, why haven't they gotten Lee Weeks to do, like, a consistent Batman book? Like, Thank just give you. this dude it's Batman. Perfect. Oh, Because be he, this is incredible. This I mean, I love the, this page. Yeah. So yeah, good. so many great details. I just, like, I love how the guy's all strung up, too. You can see, like, how the clotheslines are, like, interacting and stuff like his that. His little crease crouching. He's got his cape. So I wanted to talk about this next panel. This is kind of interesting. At the time, DC Comics was doing these um, DC Warner Brothers crossovers. Okay. And they're not that great, (laughs) but there is an Elmer Fudd Batman issue that is incredible. I have it if you want to read it. I, I recommend you guys read it. It's also written by Tom King, who wrote this. Elmer Fudd Batman crossover. Yes. And I've so seen, I've seen the cover. The cover looks pretty I'm awesome. Skeptical. Okay, I have the issue. I'll lend it to you. It's it's really good. But the Looney Tunes characters are people. And they're in a bar. And so Porky Pig is a bartender. Okay. And Taz is a, a punk gangster or okay. something like that. And so you kind of so she crashed the Batmobile into Porky's bar. So this is from that issue. Oh, I see. So you see Porky Pig goes, the bat c- 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 
The Batmobile, because yeah. he's going to say the Bat Car. Oh, right, shit. like Porky Pig. So and Elmer Fudd is standing right there. No, Elmer yeah. Fudd is standing right Elmer there. Elmer Fudd is because here with the hat and the thing. Because the- Elmer Fudd's in there. He's like a bounty hunter or something. Yeah, and there's Taz. And it says Chuck Jones Boulevard. Chuck yeah, exactly. Jones Boulevard. Yeah, so that's what all those references are. And um, There's a mouse up at the top of the panel. You barely like, see it. And he's he's the one, I think. I feel like he's one of the ones, there was like always like a pair of mice and they would you would be like yeah yeah sure sure yeah, riot yeah. <laughs> or whatever yeah so i thought that was interesting they're kind of like i was trying to figure out where this is taking place is it taking place cuz it almost reads like an else worlds we'll we'll get to it right but this just looks like the he was like let me put in all these easter eggs right. while we're doing all this but it's that bar from it's that, that comic okay. that had just come out also so um, anyway, it, I recommend checking that book out. So he gives it the, does Porky Pig give it the name, the Batmobile? Because he's like, how does the car look? And he goes, the Batmobile will be fine. He goes, Batmobile? Is that what we're calling it? Oh, yeah. So I was like wondering. Is that a joke? Is he make, yeah, is Batman yeah. making a joke? Exactly. So she left a mouse in the car. So she crashed the car, but she left this little mouse there as like a little calling card or something like that, right? Well, and then Alfred is like, well, we have to take care of the mouse. Yeah, so then would be cruel we, the next shot is like they have it on Sweet the little baby. hamster wheel or whatever. He's having a good time. He's having a fun time. And Batman is here. He's trying to like solve some Riddler puzzle. And the, Alfred's like, stop it, already. The Riddler's in jail. You should be in bed. And so we see that Batman... He he's, can't let go. He's obsessed. Yes. And he yeah. puts his little tablet down with his pen <laughs> and then alfred brings him like a little drink with an umbrella in it or something like that Ooh, fancy and then when he goes back oh we also see the head there too there's a head is that shakespeare no so when he goes back to grab the pen it's gone and he goes the pen is gone. the pen is gone is it shall i alert the superman alfred says <laughs> or perhaps we might look under the sofa she's here batman says <laughs> sir the little gesture that he makes and then he hears a meow Oh, yeah, he puts his finger up, and then the he little... hears the meow. And he's like, dining room. He just jumps over. He's so excited. He can't <laughs> wait. He's so excited. I love how excited he is about this potential interaction. There's a great panel of Bruce chasing in her. In the slippers. Through the, yes, th- in his chanclas, through, <laughs> the, through the manor. I love the different rooms. But I love how in every panel, it's just the bottom of her legs sticking out. Yeah. Because yeah. she's so ahead her. of him. You know what I mean? He's, he's like, I'm going to catch you. Over the and she's like, no, you're doing. not. And he's like, this is ridiculous. That you think you can catch me? I agree. <laughs> I am going to catch you. No, you're not. That was so I like good. the stop. No. Very cute. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to catch you. No, you're not. Super adorable. So she starts going for the window and she says, uh, I meant to tell you I wanted to be nice, you know, after what happened with the car. So I called the cops on myself before I broke in, which I think is very generous. Anyway, they should be pulling up right about now. And won't they be excited to see me go right out the front window? And won't they be surprised to see you follow Bruce Wayne? Oh, his face. And he has that look on his face like, oh, shit, I need to stop what I'm doing. The cops are out there. So he can't jump out after her. Right. That is oh. so good. That's very cute. And then this page, bye-bye, Bat. Thanks for the pen. I mean, look at this. That is just... So good. Gosh. Lee Weeks is just killing it on this. Who's Incredible. the colorist? The di- it's so dynamic. Like, the, when he's running through all the rooms and everything, it's just amazing. And, you know, as we've said before, the cinematography, focusing on everything that's important to make us feel what they want us to feel, really telling that story. 
And I got to shout out the colorist also. Yes, yeah. Elizabeth, oh, yeah. Elizabeth Breitweiser. She does the Tom King story. Really a huge fan of the lighting. Yeah, it is yeah. so dynamic. Really, really a huge fan of the lighting here. And um, I also love this next page too because you just see Bruce's point of view and he's just like closes the window and walks away. He smirks. <laughs> he and does smirk. the window. Because he hears them. They're all, there she is. I got her. Stop, stop, miss. Wait, how Put did she... Put your hands over, I can see them. Can't anyone... Does anyone see her so, like... All right, scan the area. Yeah. I want Roblox. She's I want dogs. But in the... You don't see it, but, yeah. you, but you hear the cops totally get her and then lose her in, the matter, uh, in a matter of panels. Yeah. And then as Bruce goes back in there, he finds another little mouse. Mm. We cut to later, and we see the alarms are going off, because there's that long E sound effect. I love this <laughs> right here. He's like, oh, it's the alarms that... Four of the alarms fail, but the fifth redundancy. Oh shit! And Alfred's just, I'll hide the pencils. Yeah, so yeah. droll, so droll. He's also oh, snarky. Oh, your 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 snarky wit. I missed you, Alfred. So Batman goes up to find her. He's like, I've locked the doors and the gates. There's no way out. It's over. And Alfred says, Please let her know if she leaves another mouse. It is only proper to leave some money to feed the bloody thing. <laughs> I, I I like that that that's uh, so cute. That uh, there, he's not like. To get to call the exterminator, he's not. No, he's yeah. like, no, we're good. Now we yeah. have to take care of these mice. And he's also not concerned because he's like, oh, um, Bruce has um, an interaction with another person, and yeah. I'm actually <laughs> for this. He so realizes it's like a game, right? A it's like an ongoing them. thing. These yeah. two people that are that's funny. Yeah, you're right. Like... That's why he doesn't care. And, no, uh... he's very, he's very not, he's very nonplussed. He's not, he's not bothered by this because I feel like it's almost as though he's realized like. Look, these two very fucked up people have found each other, and maybe I should just let them. Right. And so, like, when I'm reading these Alfred lines, it's the voice I'm hearing in my head is the guy who did the voice in um, the animated series. Yeah, absolutely. And it's oh, like, yeah. uh, I'll hide the pencil, sir. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Please very let her know if she leaves another mouse. So we want to be proper to leave some money to people. Very droll. Thing, you know? <laughs> I'm pretending I it's... don't care about the situation, but secretly I'm elated and thrilled that you're actually having some sort of social connection with this person. And I can almost hear kind of a little bit of a humor and snark in his voice and all that. Yeah. And it's, 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 you know, it's Alfred. It's yeah, Alfred. It's Tom King, Tom King writes these characters really well. Batman's uh, going to find Catwoman, and here we find her uh, cracking a safe. So, the safe you hide but don't hide well. The one behind the Goya. That's full of pretty jewels and quite a bit of money. You're trapped. But the safe you hide very well. The one behind your fifth redundancy? It would be best if you surrendered peacefully. In that safe, all we have is a pearl. A single, rather scratched pearl. Why? It was my mother's. She died. I know. Everyone knows. Yes, everyone knows, but I know. You shouldn't be here. My parents, my mother, she left. And growing up here in Gotham, I was astray. I was alone. Like you. After they left, after a while, did you ever have that moment where you don't know anything else? You almost like this life. It's like being by yourself, and then you think, maybe it's better. Maybe it's okay. And then you hate yourself. You hate everything. Because it's okay. Why do you dress up like a bat? Why do you dress up like a cat? I like cats. Everyone likes cats. They're soft. Who likes bats? No one. You shouldn't be what everyone likes. You want people to be scared of you? It helps. I'm not scared of you. No, you're not. Do you know why I'm not scared? I do. Does that scare you? Yes, it does. So you're scared of a cat? Shouldn't I be? Of course not. Remember, everyone likes cats. Right. Because they're... 
soft. Mm. And this is what I'm fucking talking about. <laughs> this shit right here, I can't handle it. Oh, so good. Can't and y'all did it. a great job on that, too. Oh, but for the record, I like bats. Bats are cute. Oh, yeah. yeah bats yeah. are fucking adorable. I love them. I mean, They're here amazing. in Houston, people go to... We do. The, the attraction is to go and see all the bats come out. Well, we actually can just go into our backyard at dusk and see bats yeah, come out. I yeah, mean, it's we wonderful. We live near a bayou, though, so that's... Yeah, but the colors by Brightwise yeah. are incredible. Oh, and yeah. like Beautiful. I said, I mean, Lee Weeks, like, ah, just give me more of this forever. Yeah. Um, yes. One more thing about bats real quick. Yeah, yes. Uh, we the, love them. We the, love bats. The place that uh, Kathy and I used to live in where we had the pool, there was a bat that lived up there and they would like come and fly a insects. Bat? Like one bat? Yeah, it seemed like it was like one oh. bat. It would fly there and get insects. Or maybe it was multiple bats and I only saw them one at a right, time. Right, yeah. But it would eat the insects from the pool. Yeah. <laughs> of course, yeah. Bats are great. Yeah, we they typically, were pretty cool. I mean, we'll see like 20 or more at a time in our yard. Yeah, yeah. Love yeah. them. Um, but I do like this because then she's like, "Why do we fight? Why do we? Why don't we not fight?" Yeah, you know. And oh, you're you're you're, oh, you're a criminal. You steal you things. Steal things. You're a criminal. She's like, "Well, oh being yeah, a you're a fucking vigilante. That's that's legal. totally legal." He says, "I'm trying to help," and so she says, "Are you?" She's distracting him. Well, Which then, and he's supposed to be undistractable yeah. and single-minded and very focused, and so, so she's she reaching, totally catches him off she's guard. She's reaching down into yes! his private areas, right? And he's like, "You shouldn't touch my belt." But what she's actually doing is activating his smoke uh-huh. bomb or whatever, so she can escape. Yeah. So she's made her escape again. It's good. Yeah. Alfred, she set up one of <laughs> my, my, my smoke bombs. <laughs> Check the computer, the doors, the locks. Are they holding? No, sir. Is there any sign of Catwoman where she went? No, sir. Damn it. Yeah. And he looks down and he finds another mouse and it's got the little pearl. I want to say something about (laughs) pearl necklaces real quick. So pearl necklaces, when they're very like like good, quote unquote, pearl necklaces, very valuable. The pearls are high quality, etc. Are they used to or they did? I'm not sure. uh, But how it used to go is they would tie a knot in between each pearl so that the pearls wouldn't rub up against each other and scratch each other. Oh. And so there would be a tiny not in between each pearl and so you wouldn't have so if you saw pearls just strung all together on one string clattering together that either goes to show you that that's like costume jewelry they're fake they're they're in plastic they're not worth anything or just like who the fuck would do that to actual pearls that you paid money for right and so pearls would have to be restrung quite often because the string the whatever it's strung up with would wear out or whatever and so, you know, you'd end up with gaps in them and loosen up. And so you would have your pearls restrung and, you know, they would retire. So, like, every single fucking time that we've seen <laughs> the Waynes murdered and, like, the string break, like, the pearls are not supposed to go scattering everywhere. The knots are there to keep them in place. Oh. So you're, you just have, you end up with a string of pearls that are just there. And you're like, right. oh, I have to have this restrung. So you would lose one or two at most. Right. At the most, you'd lose two, like one or two pearls. But every single fucking time we've seen Martha Wayne murdered, it's pearls everywhere. There's a hundred oh, pearls wow. going all over the place. Was the richest motherfucking bitch in Gotham wearing fake costume jewelry pearls? Right. I think not. Oh, so there would only be one pearl. <laughs> oh man, yeah. there would only be that's smart. One pearl wow. missing from that necklace. Very there would cool. only be one missing from that necklace, and this is the only story that's got it right. Yeah, nice. How many times have I had How to many see a hundred pearls clattering <laughs> to the street? <laughs> when Martha Wayne would obviously have had her necklace restrung quite often, because right. those pearls are probably very valuable, yeah. knowing that she's a Wayne. Yeah. So yeah, you would only have one missing pearl from that necklace. I love that, that necklace. detail. You got it. Good job no, there. You got it. 
Um, this team got it. God, I'm fucking tired of seeing Martha King. I'm so tired of seeing those pearls go everywhere. The most ridiculous version was in the Joker. And it was just like, oh my God, they went super extreme on this. I know. I couldn't uh, believe they shoved it in there. Like, we were laughing yeah. that they, I was like, man, watch them put this in there. And then they did. They didn't do it. I was like, oh, so stupid. But they didn't do it in this one, is what I mean. No, they, they didn't do it in this one. one. Yeah. Yes, that was good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm sitting here looking at this mouse and like, I don't think it's a mouse. It looks more like it has a rat's tail because mice tail are furry and rat's tails are not. Oh, she's leaving little rats. Okay. Rat with wings, I guess. Maybe she's uh, play on that. Well, it might just be like, look, it's a mouse, you guys. What do you want? You know, kind of a thing from like from the artist, because like my like you know. Yeah. Well, mouse just, or rat? Let us know. Let us let us know. Maybe it's a mouse rat. So we cut over to Alfred later. He's tending to the mice. You can see now he's got three of them in the cage, and this song, "Some of These Days," is playing. Yes. Some of these days, uh, this is a song that was originally written by Shelton Brooks, and it was brought to the attention of Sophie Tucker in 1910 by her maid, who insisted she meet Brooks and hear the song. Tucker instantly recognized its hit potential, and she performed it and recorded many versions of it over the years. Eventually, it became her signature song. It was first recorded on a wax cylinder in 1926. Wow. Since then, it's sold millions of copies. It's been re-recorded by tons of artists, including Louis Armstrong, Cab Calloway, Bing Crosby, uh, Bobby Darin, Ella Fitzgerald, Judy Garland, and uh, it's appeared in a lot of different films, and it also appears in a lot of fiction, including the novel Nausea, the show Boardwalk Empire, and this comic is actually listed in the Wikipedia as well. Oh, wow. Um, So I thought that was kind of interesting, too, and so I'll put a clip of the music in here. Some of these days. Yeah. Honey, some of these days you're gonna be so lonely. You'll miss my hugging, you're gonna miss my kissing, you're gonna miss me, honey. Um, Sophie Tucker also famous for the song Red Hot Mama, which I know her for okay so oh, wow. when i was reading this comic i was actually for some reason i got i didn't get this song stuck in my head afterwards i got red hot mama stuck right, in my head yeah, yeah. for some reason and uh now you have to put that in there too okay yeah we'll red put some hot red hot mama, mama. anyway time the boys get near me they look at me and say red hot mama red hot mama you're the one we need red hot mama Sophie Tucker is actually briefly mentioned in the lyrics of a song in Chicago. Like she's kind of this. Oh wow! Okay. Very well. She was she was very known. She was known for like comedy songs and kind of songs that were a little bit mm, not yeah. a little risque, a little okay. like oh okay, you know. And so that was uh, she was a cut up. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Which good. Which I think is pretty great. Alfred's tending to the mice. The song is playing, and he's kind of no, he's singing it. Alfred's singing the song. Yeah. And to then he, the mice. He hears a thump. From the roof, and he kind of looks up, and he he just walks off. Um, but we see it's Catwoman up there, and she looks like someone who can climb and swing around. She's I love muscular. This. She's uh, got a normal human body. Yeah, this panel is incredible. It so looks good. Yeah, Batman's great. like again, and she goes again and again. And with the, yeah, I mean the way she stands up, and I love the ears too. I got I love this cow so much. Yeah. 
Um, and then we cut over to this next panel. He's just like, why? Oh, and it's just so like, good. God, this is so good. You know, in the rain. And again, like. Uh, also, I want to say I love that. I love that he has a Goya. Oh, right. She mentioned that. Yeah. She mentioned it was behind a Goya. That's uh, what. Goya has a, a lot of creepy Very paintings, right? Very fucked up dark ass shit. I wonder shit. if there's like a one that has a bat on it. Mm, I'll have to look. I don't know. <laughs> Let us no, know. the colors on this are, are yeah, very... Yeah, Brightweiser and Weeks yeah. are just killing it on this page right here. Yeah, this this double page splash is so nice. Yeah. And it's so difficult to do rain well. Yeah. They've mastered this look of, of rain. Whoever did it, whoever is in charge of this, the colorist or whoever the anchor and whoever did yeah. this, fucking all of you, I don't know who it, whose fault this was, but good job. When Batman asks why, she says, you know, you should really appreciate all this. You ever try palming a live mouse? They're very squirmy. I love that because she's got a... Well, she hasn't (laughs) injured any of them or anything, which is very sweet. She's doing this because he's weak and she needs to make him better in places that he's weak or else he's going to die. Because he's a little rich boy and she's had to grow up from the streets and she's trying to be like, you don't understand this game that you're trying to play. She says, as she flips over him, she says, you've mastered just about everything you can master, but under that, the cape, the mask, under there, you're still the poor little rich boy in the house on the hill. All that pain from being alone. You're still the sweet darling mouse who can't quite see the cat coming. And he says, you don't know me. And she lands and she says, and you don't know me. And that panel where she lands, God, that's so good. So good. The motion as she's landing. It looks so realistic. He says, we're different. And she says, no, Bat, that's just it. That's all of it. Under there, we're just the same. And so she totally leaves him out there. And I love this panel where he's like, cat! He's like screaming out at her. And he finds another little mouse on his shoulder. How did that get there? Sweet baby. (laughs) I love that he screams out to her cat. Yeah. I thought that was good. I thought that, I mean... I guess we're going to get to it, but they already know who each other are at this point, yeah. right? Pretty yeah. much. But Well, yeah. she definitely well, he, knows who he is. And yeah. he wouldn't be the world's greatest detective if he didn't fucking know. Yeah, so then we cut to later, and he's in her house when she gets home. Ah, uh, it's good. And she's like, how? Your souvenirs, the lead signature in their droppings, traced back to the paint used in this apartment. <laughs> mouse poo? Yes, mouse poo. I love when she's when she's taking off her mask here and she just does the face palm. Yeah. Because he's just standing there. Man, That's scary. cool, too. She doesn't even look at him. No. She just, like, maybe she just hears those slow she's footsteps like, uh, or whatever. Yeah. Well, he says, he even says, he does a little joke. Batman does a joke. Squeak, he says. Oh, he does say squeak. I missed that. Yeah, yeah he's he like squeak. He's, like a, he's, he's, the, he's mouse. the mouse. He's the mouse now in her. That's so funny. How did I miss that line? That's really cute. She says, and it doesn't take four mice to produce droppings, does it? You've known since the beginning, and you still let me? Why? Because sometimes I like being alone, and then I hate everything because I like it. Mm. I love... God, that yeah. is so good. I mean, yeah. it's just like that, that conversation He's they the had. detective of everything, but his own heart. He says, you saw me, I see you. Ah. Two lost orphans, she says, who see the weak in the other. I really love this idea. Yeah. Like, I don't know if that's been brought up before or it's been put like that, but they are both orphans. They are both yeah. in yeah. that same kind of situation. I think that's really interesting. Um, that's a really interesting dynamic. And so um, she says, and now you want to, what, help me? And he goes, no, I don't want to help you. And then they kiss. Yeah. I don't want to help you. I want to freaking kiss you. 
but that's unsaid because they're kissing. I, I, you know, I don't want to help you. I want to be with you. I want to sure. love you. I want yeah. to, et cetera, yeah. you, right? Nice, nice. Et cetera, et cetera, you. Et cetera, you. I really like this uh, panel where they're kissing and she's I'm just pouring the wine on the floor. Yeah! I'm like, somebody's got to clean that up. Well, the <laughs> yeah. little... There's a the, kiss that's so good with you pouring wine on the floor. Well, and Give it right little, to me. The cat is rubbing up against Batman's foot. Amazing. Too, which oh, yeah. Which is really, uh, that's a cute detail. Because cats don't give a fuck what's happening around them. They're just like, I will rub my face yeah. on anything I want at any time I want to do it. So that's a great panel, too. Oh, yeah. I mean, beautiful. And then after they kiss, they both say hello to each other. Cute. I thought that was really cute. Like, it's like... Starting over almost. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, I say, I also, I know I've said this before, but her face looks like a person's face. Yeah. And I love it. It's really nice. I mean, all of this is, is well done. I mean, they're both very yeah. fit people. Like, they look, they both look very fit. But and it's also So they have like, this conversation about, like, where they met. Batman's like, I remember you on the boat when your mask came off. You were lovely. And she's like, no, we met on the street. Don't you remember? His face. His little. He's like, what? Everyone make the face right now. <laughs> the face that he's making. So then we cut to later. Very good. So it keeps saying later. I, I I think that's kind of cute, too, the way that the writing is done like that. But now we cut to way later, right? So what do you think about this? Well, I like how um, when he goes, he goes, no, 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 you're wrong. We met on the later boat. Right. It's continuing. They're still having They're that having conversation. They're having the same conversation like 30 years later. Like, it wasn't. You're wrong. And I like how it's like they, they've been having this conversation yep. for forever. <laughs> that's how it goes. So, yeah, so now they've aged about 30 years, right? We can see that they both have gray hair and they have a lot of wrinkles, but they still resemble those characters. I like how he tries to fucking bring out the big guns that she's heard a hundred times oh, or more. Right. She's like, no, you don't remember it right. And he's like, when I was 16 years old, I trained with the memory of the mountain. The mountain. For a year, I sat with this man learning how to forever encode my senses in my mind. I was his first pupil, he said, whoever exceeded him. That's what he said. Well, that's you're still wrong, though. Yeah, and she's yeah. like, well, that's very nice. We well, still met <laughs> uh, Yeah, I know, but you're still wrong. Like, it's just like they have had the same conversation so many times, and it's fucking adorable where he's like, I trained with, the, I trained with a mystical trainer <laughs> in the mountains. He said I was the best student he ever had. And she's just like, mm, you're wrong, though. I love that so much. Yeah. Is this where the art changes? Oh, yeah. So I think this is where we see where we go to Michael Lark. And the colorist for Michael Lark is June Chung. Very different art, very different team. But still, the, I think the strength in this team yeah. lies in the cinematography like we've talked yeah. about before. Like the, well, um, it's the script. It's Tom King's script. The script you is, know yes. what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And, of course. and that is tying this whole thing together. That's something I haven't been mentioning enough. Obviously, the writing is something we all very much yeah. love. The dialogue oh, yeah. is... Some of the best dialogue you know, we've ever I, 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 had in I, a fucking I would, comic book I would book completely here. agree. Tom King stuff is... Some people are so hit or miss with him. driven. I love it. Some people don't like him, but what I've read of him I think has been amazing. I mean, everything yeah. that I've read of, of his has yes. been like really, really good. Very the good. Strange Adventures. Rorschach. Um, he, he wrote that as well. Um, those have all been good. And all the stuff that I've read of his Batman stuff has been really great. Yeah. yeah. I'm such a sucker for a character-driven script, and so this person is just yeah. giving me exactly what I want. I haven't actually read a lot of it. This is actually probably the only of his Batman stuff that I've read, but I've read nothing but good things about it, and I've been wanting to read it. I just haven't gotten around to it I have yet. a run of the issues if you yeah. ever want to borrow. This is the well, best. I got the app. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. This is the best Batman fan fiction I've ever read. <laughs> <laughs> it's an actual comic. It's um, canon. So we reveal that they are in the doctor's office. They're actually holding hands, which is really cute, like wait in, waiting for the doctor to come. And she's, all she says is, 
we have all the results now. I'm afraid, dot, dot, dot. And then so we cut to them outside. Raise your hand if you thought it was Selena that had the thing. Because this is the first time I've ever oh, read this. okay. No, I didn't. I thought it was her. I oh, really wow. did. Honestly, I didn't think it was. I didn't know which one it was. In this right, panel, right. I was like, oh, it's her. But and then so what I was actually surprised when it was him. I was like, oh, that's a different thing than a, the thing that I thought. Right. And you can also see like he's also holding a cane. Yeah. Yeah. But I also was like, oh, that's a, just a thing that they because he's him. like because he's has to hell. Yeah. yeah like from the uh, the Nolan films or whatever the heck. Yeah, but so he's still continuing to tell his story as they're walking. I mean, look at this color here by June Chung is incredible. Yeah. Is like the leaves are falling. It's like um, a nice fall day. Yeah. And so he's going on and on about this month-long <laughs> trance, and he had to get these cartons of cigarettes for the mountain, and but she just breaks down and starts crying, right? Well, and like he has to comfort her. like He's dying, and she's right. like, I'm fine, I'm fine. All this stuff or whatever. He has to comfort her. He's the one who's dying. Right. But she's like, no, 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 no. Don't. I, I, I shan't do that. I shan't burden you, etc. Please continue with the story that I've heard a hundred times. I know. So then he keeps going. So there was this local woman who had, uh, she had. A collection of wigs in a locked trunk. A collection of wigs in a locked trunk. Mm. Um, <laughs> I like in the background how you can see Wayne Tower. Oh, yeah. You're yeah. right. We cut ahead and we see Selena. She's on a rooftop. And she's talking to this version of Batwoman. And we were talking about this a little bit, Aubrey, right? Because she calls her Helena. Okay, so in um, the original Golden Age Batman, the Batman of Earth 2, um, he and Selina Kyle got married and they had a daughter, Helena Wayne, who went on to become Huntress. And then that was retconned to her becoming Helena Torelli, whatever her name is, right. uh, in Earth One, and so she's no longer their daughter. So, oh yeah, a... she was a crime boss kid. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So okay. when he when they call her Helena, that maybe you know, I'm assuming that's where they got that from. Yeah, because but, and I guess instead of becoming the Huntress, she became Batwoman. Batwoman, right? Instead. Right. Okay. Yeah. And so this Batwoman actually has a similar look to a kind of a different. Like she kind of looks like Terry, well, except if Terry had a cape. Well, um, I think the Batwoman design is actually older than the Batman Beyond design. Yeah, yeah, But then also there's another Batwoman that has red hair. Yeah. Yeah, but she's got the red and black. kind of looks like She's this. got the red and black, yeah. yeah. Yeah, what I'm saying is it's like a big mashup amalgam of a bunch of different shit. Yeah. yeah. Right? Okay. Yeah. And I love the, the way that... Um, that the hair. way that Michael Lark draws her, I mean, it looks so cool. It's such a cool design. It looks very, very cool. Yeah. But that hair would be just in your face. Have you ever... Okay, anyone that has hair, even just down to their shoulders or longer, try to dri- drive in a car with the windows down and just see how long it takes you till you can't see. It's a couple of seconds. Trying to fucking fly around the entire town like that and fight people? No, absolutely not. There, no. Maybe it she's looks got like very a headband cool. thing or in there. It or looks something. extremely cool. So uh, she's trying to comfort Selena. And uh, and then the bat signal goes off, and she's like, "Um, I'm sorry, I have to, Helena. I was, I am your father's wife. I understand. Just go, yes, mother." And she takes off. That's a really cool scene, and I just love uh, that version of Batwoman. Looks super cool. It looks great. So we cut to them, and uh, he's still telling his stories. They're like getting ready for bed, right? <laughs> oh, he says somewhere out there, there's another Earth where I never got old, or married, or sick, or anything. I'm always alone, always the Batman. And she's like, don't forget the light. (laughs) After, you understand. After, I want you to find Barry. Then you have to find that other me out there. 
and that fellow will take care of you. That's what you should do. What I want for you to be happy and safe. That, she asks. Yes, cat. You forgot the light. Yeah, I'll get in a second. Just give me a second. And she's like, okay. I thought that was a sweet scene. Like Trying to make a moment last a yeah, little longer. Yeah, trying to make it last a little longer. Trying to stretch it out a little bit longer. And... I kind of like how it hints at, like, you know, you know, Barry and the Flash, and yeah. also like in the multiverse, like there's another version of me that's not old, and I'm not, and I'm alone, and I'm always the Batman. <laughs> yeah, that's his dream. You know what I mean? Like that, there's another version of him that's just always the Bat. You know? Oh well, that's like the main continuity Batman, right yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, you know? really. It's really kind of cool to see this yeah. particular uh, aspect of their life. And we cut to him again. Uh, he's in the bat cave and he's trying to like lift this big barbell and he can't do it. In the background, some of these days is playing. So I guess Alfred might have already passed by this. Point. Oh yeah, so definitely. Oh, yeah. Maybe that's why he's listening to. He's got him that out. playlist. Yeah. Oh yeah, because Alfred would sing that song. Yeah. yeah. She comes to check on him and he's like, "I couldn't. I can't. What? Are you here to help me? I'm not here to help you." And they have another kiss. <laughs> That's really cute. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, we cut to him passing. He's in the bed. We see on the little uh, mantle there, or on the little bedside thing, he's got a picture of Alfred, right? Alfred, yeah. and then also Jim Gordon, I think. Oh, yeah. I think that's probably Bruce and Jim Gordon, maybe. Yep. Yeah. And we see the Bat family in the background. Do you know who all these people are? That looks like Terry. That looks like either Huntress or Batwoman. That is definitely Barbara Gordon. That's... The, well, I'm sorry. There's like Carrie, Dick, Dick uh, Tim. Um, I cannot remember who the this guy is. What's his name? Is this spoiler? Do you think? Or is she dead? Or what's happening? Oh, St- uh, Stephanie Brown. Yeah. Did she not die in this universe? Because he's like well, talking I mean, about other universes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Luke it's... Fox. I think he's like Batwing or something like Bat that. Batwing. You're yeah. right. Okay. That's what it is. Yeah. So the young redhead in the in the front is definitely Carrie. That's, yeah. Definitely Carrie. I wonder if the guy in the red shirt is um, Jason. Jason. Or so many Robins. Maybe it's Damien. And then the blonde one is Jason. Because oh. Jason in before Crisis, he was a blonde oh, kid right. who was a circus acrobat. Yeah. <laughs> but then he dyed his hair black to look like Dick. Right. Oh wow. So this must be Dick. Okay. Yeah. Well, I thought Dick was the one with the gray hair. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then and Tim then... was the one over here, Tim. and then that might be Damien right there. I yeah. really thought that was Terry. Or you know, it could be Terry. I think you're probably right, though. But you know what? There might not be a Damien. There might if... not be any of these people. Because if maybe he's these married are people to, we don't know. Yeah. Because if it's a if he's married to Catwoman, he probably wouldn't have slept with Talia. So maybe that That's is true. That's true. You mm. know. So maybe that is. Um, I don't know. Um, Jason. Yeah, but she tells him goodnight, and she says, I love you. They draw the tears in the eyes and everything. Mm. It's very well done. It's very emotional. After, I guess, he passes, she goes down to sit in the Batmobile again. Oh, man. And it recreates that first panel. We can see that she's got the wedding band. I thought that's a nice little detail. And she hears a meow, and she sees a little kitty in there, a little black kitty. She goes, where'd you come from, darling? What's this? And there's a little note on it, and it says, I love you too, cat, from the first kiss to the last. And she just embraces the little little cat. So he left a cat for her. It's meowing and meowing, and then it purrs in the very last panel. Yeah, yeah. That's really cute. Super cute. And as always, this just trying to get in your face, no matter what you're trying to do. If you're trying to read a thing, I'm going to get up in your face. Yeah. <laughs> the, the cat, <laughs> you're yeah. You're trying to read something, I'll get all up in your face. Right. The cat's eyes. That is so cute. It's very But good. so, like, he had to plan that. He had to be like, okay, so I I'm probably going to die. I'm gonna die. Yeah. And I'm going to do this. And, I mean, that's amazing. Yeah. I just, like, what a great way to tie that up. 
I've got one um, of the kids to do it. There's like 12 people in oh, that room. Oh, sure, yeah. One of them yeah, could have done like, it. Oh, Probably carry. I like to think that he did it. Sure, sure. He, sure. he set that up or something. How long something. would that kind of had to be there, though? Because he, he would he would have been immobile at least a few days before they're like, look, this guy's about to die. He's like, when my heart gets to this level, it oh, there's, sure. there's a cat in a thing and it's being fed uh-huh. and it's being petted yeah. and it's being <laughs> given water. And then the moment that I my heart stops beating, the something's going to happen that's going to get in the Batmobile. I think Barbara I don't know. did it. I think Barbara did it. <laughs> I was going to say, I think, I think Dick, Dick did it. Dick did it. Somebody <laughs> oh, did it. okay. Yeah. Yeah. But no, but yeah. So she gets in the car like we saw at the very first fucking panel of this entire or, yeah. thing. Or Helena probably did sure. it. Sure. Oh, but it's okay. like, yeah. I just love that she gets in the car because yeah. that was the first thing that, that we saw. That was the first thing. And he says Here's from the first cat. kiss to the yes. last. So sweet. Yeah. yeah. So, and it's a very like a John Wick, like you need to take, here's the th- here's an animal. Yeah. So I, I wanted to pick this issue because of the movie and because they kind of set up this relationship. What did you guys think of this issue? Man, this was fucking amazing. Um, when you picked this one, I was like, okay, cool. It, I never read this and I loved it. It kind of reminds me of like uh, the Alan Moore story, like whatever happened to the Man of Tomorrow. Yeah. Um, you know, that kind of like putting the older character to rest, you know, because like the what happened to Man of Tomorrow was like a, a swan song, a goodbye to the Golden Age Superman. And this is kind of like a... Uh, goodbye to the older Batman. Yeah. Batman gets to grow old. He gets to get married. He gets to have the kid and the wife and the family. Right. Um, and I and I believe it was Tom King. He was writing the one where it was leading up to the wedding of Batman and Selina Kyle. Yes, that or, is that that was one. I think that's where a lot of fans said we don't like you anymore because he did something a little controversial. Yeah. There. I, was I it the I, one where he has he shows his dick? What was no, that? No, 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 no. <laughs> so, okay. spoiler. Uh, so, uh, you want me to spoil this, or do, do y'all care? Uh-huh. So, no, I already know the spoiler. So, oh. Batman and Catwoman are supposed to get married. They okay. build it up into this whole thing. They're right. finally going to get married. We have the issue with the wedding or whatever. And it's not just that. It's like a real long build up. I mean, like fucking um, J. Scott Campbell is releasing like limited edition. Uh, variant covers. Oh gosh, okay. It, they've been talking about it in the in the uh, comic press for right. months yeah. leading up to this. This huge buildup, and then in the issue, there's a misunderstanding, and they miss each other. And and they're supposed to they're supposed to get married on a rooftop, and they both go to a different rooftop, That's and they ridiculous. and they think that the other one has Absurd. ditched them. Absurd. And people were furious. I am furious every single time. There's. A fucking movie plot where the whole thing could be resolved with, like, five seconds worth of conversation. Yeah. yeah. Enough. He has ways of communicating with people that are beyond most modern technology. That is absurd. So I do uh, not accept that. So a lot of people were like, Tom King's great. And then after he did that, they were like, fuck Tom King. We don't like him anymore. I still think that he's done some good stuff. Um, and he was talking about that he had to come out and defend it because people got mm. so angry. There was even like an Entertainment Weekly article about oh, it or something. Or I don't know. I wouldn't I think, be angry I, enough well, to like actually tell him well, this personally. No. Before it got spoiled in like a New York Times article. Oh, there you before go. the comic New, came out. It was a New York Times article. So then people were already mad th- before the before comic. it even I'm, came out. Yeah. So then Tom just because I dislike like, something doesn't mean I'm mad at this creative person right. that's that's a different thing so I w- then, i'm not mad at so him then for tom, that tom king was like this is one step on the he's yeah, like yeah yeah he's like this is part of my story 
yeah that this happens but it's there's gonna be more to yeah. it you're gonna see, if you keep going you're gonna yeah. see what happens but people were like fuck this oh, well so the anyway. most that i would feel well, would be like come on man i wouldn't get like angry at a person i would just be like all right and well, put the book down like go outside what are you doing I think a lot of people felt like they were just they were mad because of the way DC marketed it as I, okay, like this big thing because it was like in issue fifty they were gonna get married and all this stuff and then when it didn't happen like uh, Dan Didio um, Didio Didio yeah I can never say his last name he came out and said what did you think they were actually gonna get married and everybody's like yes you- motherfucker you've been fucking <laughs> promoting this for yes. years and it partly well, felt like um, i see it as like they had the ever... invitations there was a there was a there was an issue where the joker didn't get an invitation okay so, y'all have clearly never so watched a trashy and, show well let me tell you something about trashy shows well, it's not just that it's just, just like you know it's just like they kept building up and leading to it and then yeah. he just like it made it feel like like dc mandated that they kind of not get married look i've kind of watched enough trashy fucking shows to understand how this works so i understand that if you were not maybe accustomed to that that would be upsetting but i kind of feel like that's par for the course and and they went on to give tom king a series called batman and catwoman which is still running that's the current that's the current it's running right now it's a couple issues in yeah he said he was like he said something like he had like another 50 issues after that one and then like they took him off like like 30 issues later or 20 issues later and then they gave him that new series right like yeah. the whole point of this character is that he's tragic and can never be happy what were yeah. y'all actually expecting well anyway i mean growth that's on y'all <laughs> no that's on y'all hey everything gets reset they could have just they were they, they were, they're about to have another crisis in DC. I know, right? <laughs> yeah. They're going to reboot everything anyway, so what does it matter? Yeah. But but I think you could take this story and just put it anywhere. Yeah, you, you know really I mean? could. It's like, it's just, it almost feels like an Elseworlds. It's, it's like great. just a self-contained... Um, and like it, I said, it, it's the best fan fiction I've ever read. It, it, it's got allusions to the Tom King. It's got allusions to the Warner Brothers stuff that they were doing, which I recommend you read. I recommend you check out some of the Tom King stuff. I thought it was really good. Excellent. I'd love to hear your bat thoughts on the listener feedback and awesome now aubrey's gonna say all the things all right everybody that's our very the batman special i want to hear what you thought i want to hear your thoughts about the movie i want to hear your favorite batman i want to hear your favorite bat story maybe your favorite bat comic uh we didn't really get into that too much this time around um maybe we'll come back and do another batman episode but anyway, I want to hear all your thoughts. You can send us a hey, you damn guys at bookclubmembercomics at gmail.com. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at bookclubmembercomics. And follow us on Twitter at bookclubmembers. As always, you can always find out our resources on our Podbean website and our Facebook About section and our link trees on Instagram and Twitter. As always, a special thank you to Paul from Gatahan for the theme music. Thank you, Paul. Thank you, John, for your editing wizard skills. You're welcome. Thank you, Danielle, for your for your awesome insights into I'm the Batman. I'm just yelling. I'm just yelling thank about Thank you for things. yelling. Um, thank you, Aubrey. Thank you. Um, <laughs> you can find the podcast where you get your podcasts from. And when you're there, uh, just go ahead and open up and give us that five-star review if you're available to. And... If you're enjoying what we're doing, please tell a friend, you know, uh, a friend that likes comics, you know, don't go tell your friend that's all into sports and shit. (laughs) (laughs) They probably wouldn't dig us. But if you're a friend who really likes comics and they're looking for a new podcast, uh, give us a recommendation to your friend. Yes, do both of those things. Our theme music is by Only Beast. Next week, we're going back to the Silver Surfer and we are reading Silver Surfer's issues 8 through 10 by Dan Slott and Michael Alrad and Laura Alrad. Awesome. Um, so you know what to do. 
pull out them trades, save and pre-order that omnibus. Yes. Uh, pull out the digitals, get the Marvel Unlimited app, and you know what to do. Join us next week on uh, Book Club Member Comics. Thanks for listening, everybody. I'm a plastic Badison popcorn bucket head. <laughs> I'm just an absolutely just a pathetic, wretched, sad boy with just like just too much eyeliner just running down my face because I've just been crying so much. And I'm already lovely saying she set off one of my smoke bombs. 